Have you been watching a lot of World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, wait, what's your nationality? Serbian. So oh, we're so in. advanced. Yeah. yeah, we're in. No, we're not no, advanced. No. You need to win tomorrow. We play Swiss tomorrow. Yeah, uh, you guys should have won that game. Though. I, I know hope so. To be honest, I had no idea. Yeah, really? we tied Cameroon. It was a tough game, but I don't know. I'm always, I, I always get my heart broken. Like we're not a, we're always like we're playing good in the qualifiers. World Cup comes and we just. Should fall apart. Yeah. yeah we're, Greece doesn't even make we're it. We're a tennis nation. Yeah. Yeah. did Italy. Um, you know, Canada's goalie plays for Red Star Belgrade. Yeah. yeah I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's a full Hamilton guy. And yeah. Then yeah. Just, so there was, you're, you're the, uh, the chirps, whatever. Oh, yeah. I saw it that. Was bad. It was bad. It, it was like, bad. I guess it was like racial, like, yeah. attacks. Won't, I mean, we won't get yeah, too Yeah. No, no, of here. course. But, like, <laughs> but it was bad. You probably explain it better, but the, Ser- the Arcana's goalie, Serbian, he's, he's, he's born in Serbia, right? He was born in what is now considered Croatia. And then so Yugoslavia, then. Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia then, of course. That's like he, my mom. He fled. My mom's family. Yeah, he fled. And then uh, just like I did back in the 90s, his parents uh, immigrated to Toronto. You were, right? you were born there? No, no. no. But my but parents, parents, yeah, they did in the same, same year, thing. 94, 95, yeah, right? Yeah. So then uh, he claims that he's Serbian because of his religion and because of his family background is. And then uh, uh, Croatians didn't like him, so they... Kind of racially attacked, well, especially them. because of what Canada said too. It probably like stoked the fire, oh, yeah. stoked F- the fire, eh? Yeah, yeah, it did. It kind of yeah. it was a t- it was like I don't know if you saw that. Did you did you oh, see the yeah. Croatian newspaper? Well, no, I they, saw the, the the headline from uh, what's his face, the Canadian coach. Where it says, Croatian, we're gonna f Croatia. Up yeah, Croatian newspaper show like did a Photoshop of him naked in the newspaper. Yeah. On the cover. And said there, and and it wrote in Croatian. It show was us like, your, uh, yeah, show us your like, show us your balls if you're gonna f us. Like you don't yeah. have. Uh, and then Croatia just stuck into Canada. Yeah, they, they, no. put, they put like a Canadian flag, I think, blocking his like private. It's like a, obviously a Photoshop. It's not him. Yeah. But like they put on the cover. That's how different like Europe is, man. Oh, Europe what soccer's life. Yeah, but it's not even. It's just that they don't the stuff the way the um the way the news and the media will say things like you'll see newscasters full on argue with each other on the, like yelling at each other yeah. on the news like no um like no what's the word I'm looking for um, um being politically correct yeah no, no, you know? no it's just like it's just out in Europe it's it is or it isn't it's like there's no in between I, yeah man. I mean some people love it but over there like fans stab each other. Over their team, I went yeah. to the um, I went to the derby, Rome versus uh, Lazio. Oh yeah, that's Rome. A, the Roma derby. So yeah. when we came in, because we had to drive from the wrong side, so when you're driving in, can't have your jersey on because yeah, then yeah. they'll see you wearing Roma colors yeah. as you're driving through the Lazio. They'll key your car, they'll break your oh. windows, whatever. So we get to the Roma side, and Rome was home this game, so they get two thirds of the stadium, and Lazio gets a third of the stadium. As we're walking, there's like, don't bring your stuff until you get into the stadium where you're surrounded by Roman like Rome fans, or else like. You could just get attacked out of nowhere. They'll come out of the fucking bushes and just beat you. Yeah, I'm like, it's what crazy. The fuck? They would when they leave the stadium. They have guys on mopeds holding knives al- alongside their legs, and they'll drive through crowds of people and just like slowly stab or not slowly, I guess fastly <laughs> slicing people. No, it's they're not so wild, over there. man. Wait, wild. They Steph, live and breathe that stuff. Tell the story about when you and B went to the game in yeah, Serbia. Yeah, we. T- I took her you guys to went the to a uh, game. Yeah, I took her to the Belgrade Derby. So that's the two biggest teams in Belgrade, like Red Star and Partizan. And I mean, George knows because Olympiacos and Red Star have an alliance. Legends. Over there, it is, yeah, like, it's like the Roma Lazio. Like, I, we were leaving, we had to leave in the 85th minute because I was like, we need to leave before who, the fans start leaving. Who was, because, who was winning the game? You're, you're uh, Red Star. Fan. Yeah, yeah. But who was winning the game? It was uh, 1-1. Okay. It was 1-1. And uh, I was like, this is, it was the final. And. Oh, wow. No, sorry. Who won again? 
Maybe Red Star won because it was a final. Yeah, sorry, it was 2-1. Okay. Red Star scored in like the 80th minute. I'm like, oh, now it's going to get rowdy. Sorry, that's what it was. It was yeah, the finals. Yeah. And uh, we had to leave and there's like a little roundabout where all the fans kind of converge. And I'm like, and I was with my dad and my dad kind of looks at me and my cousin. He's like, okay, time to go. And I'm with her, like poor, like Bianca, five foot two <laughs> in a crowd of like Serbians. And we dip and she's like, why? And I'm like, watch. And as we're walking, it's just SWAT everywhere with the riot shields yeah, everything yeah. like line the whole street because that's where they'll when they leave one side of the stadium the away fans they'll come down to that end and that's where they'll meet the home fans and it's a brawl and that day there was a stabbing on the bridge like somebody's like it just goes for soccer it's like so for crazy it's, it's, it's crazy wild. it's crazy it's everywhere but like it, there's a lot of countries i I don't know why. I don't know if it's a religion or culture or what, but it feels like Greek. Every fan is nuts, like even South Americans. But the most viral videos I feel like I see is Greek, like Greek basketball fans, Serbian soccer fans. Honestly, maybe even like Russian fans in some capacity. It's just it. It's. I feel like those nationalities. I just maybe I just notice it more. Maybe it's because I'm Greek. I notice it more. But like every time I'm on Instagram, if it's on, uh, what's it called? Overtime, whatever that thing is. I think ESPN owns it. You'll see like a Greek basketball game, like Panathinaikos, which I don't like, but whatever. It's an indoor stadium and there's red flares in the whole upper deck. So like they're lighting off fires in an indoor stadium. Security doesn't do anything. No one stops it. And I remember there was like a quote, Rick Pitino, you know, the coach Louisville, he coached Panathinaikos after he got, you know, booted out of the NCAA. And I think he said that in his entire career, like spanning 40 years, he's never seen more, for lack of a better term, like insane fans. And I, I don't know, like number one is how, I don't know why that's a thing. Like why do you light fireworks indoors? And also how is that allowed? Like here, imagine you stand, we've talked about this before, like you stand up for a game here and you block someone's view, you get told to sit down or you're going to get thrown out. And then in Europe, you can just do whatever you want. It's just a free-for-all. Even in Qatar, so my mom was there. They were at the World Cup. They brought a little, um, she had a little like horn. I don't know, not even a foot long, right? Little eight, eight inches. Like a vuvuzela? Yeah, oh, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They confiscated it. So my mom's all cheesed. She gets in there. She's like, people got fucking like trombones, like massive flags. Like they took her flag away that was like a normal, you know, the ones you put on your like the car as you yeah. drive by when you win. They took that away. Meanwhile, there's like people with like, 10 person long flags there she's like what the fuck how'd they get him in i was like mom like trust me you don't want to know how people smell this shit in there like <laughs> you don't want to know ma but and it got inside people oh, too right oh yeah do you remember when oh you didn't come with us so when we when we were there for uh was it your brother's oh, wedding yeah goes yeah so we went to the soccer game there i didn't know it was a dry stadium at the time so we're walking there we're seeing like kids literally hand bomb like bags of beers over so you got like four or five beers in a plastic bag you tie it up you swing it over the fence i'm like the fuck like, people that cheap in fucking greece like what the fuck i know the economy's bad what the hell and then we get in there's no thing and you see people walking around bags like no care in the world little two two little little uh slits for the bag man fucking crazy europe is it's wild it's wild it's the yeah best. yeah when we went as well like we're entering through like there's always separate sections for the hooligans so in this specific game the north side is for the red star fans south side of the stadium for the partisan fans and there's like there's no way a regular person could just go to the security booth there and try to walk in. They'll be like, you're in the wrong place, right? And then my dad, who's a smoker, he's like lighter in his shoes or patting him down, everything. <laughs> and you walk in the stadium and you look and it's like the whole north side is just flares lit up, lighting those Wild. smoke bombs, those noise bombs, yeah. fireworks, full pyromania. And I'm like, 
So like you can't bring in a lighter or have a beer. <laughs> But those guys are like lighting the whole stadium. It's crazy. Fire. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Crazy. Do people like do people smoke in the stadiums there and stuff? Oh like my that? god, smoke in the stadiums. They're smoking in the, in the <laughs> restaurants. Every single restaurant smoking inside. Oh, it's in crazy. Europe? Yeah, 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 Europe. Man, I love it out there. It's uh, yeah. But I think Becca and I are gonna go down in the, in the spring to kind of like figure out our wedding and stuff like that. But man, I if if Europe wasn't, I guess not. Let me rephrase that. Not everywhere in Europe, but if places like Greece were not as like I guess bureaucratic or like stuck in the past as they are I honestly would like highly consider moving back to Greece the problem is like for something like what we do and like you know having a cleaning business like trying to get work done out there because I have buddies who do work there like overseas and they they're like you, it just takes forever to get anything done people just sit at the cafe all day drink their coffee smoke their cigarettes and then just like they'll just do stuff whenever they feel like doing it if it wasn't for that, I actually think it would be an unbelievable place to live amongst other things. But, and it's so interesting. My mom sent me something the other day. I don't know how it is in, in your culture, but like Gatsby. My mom sent me this thing where it, where it's, um, it was like a meme that said Greek, um, Greek parents left their country to give their kids a better opportunity. Greek kids want to move back to their country to have a better life or something like that. the exact same yeah. one. And it, it, it works for every country in Europe, I think. Right? Like, we come here, we have such a good opportunity to make money, start businesses, do whatever, but we go back there and it's like, oh my God, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, it's so it, fun. The thing is, the lifestyle out there is completely different. Here, yeah. it's like the rat race, people just like hustle, bustle, like always going, always moving, always trying to like make a buck. We're out there, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I got my little farm. You know, I've got enough to keep me yeah. keep me going. I'm yeah. happy, you know. My kid's, my kid's married. He's got a little house down the, down the street. He's happy, like, or he or she, whatever. Yeah. It's just different mentality. Okay, both question for both of you. If you had, um, like, not saying you know rich and you move back, but like if you had enough to live comfortably, you had a family, you're like forty or something, whatever, and you had enough to like live comfortably and probably find a good enough job to like live all the rest of your days comfortably back in your country and provide a good life for your for your family. Would you move back to the country, the country of your origin, or one of the countries that that you're from? Like, would you ever move back? I'll let you go first. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I even thought about it like when COVID hit and um, I was what, 22, whatever it was. And my dad retired. I moved back, right? And I was like, you know what? If this job hey, sorry, doesn't how work old are you? out, I'm 25. Okay. Yeah. If this job doesn't. Uh... <laughs> great year. One of my favorite years. 25. That's a great number, too. I was born on the 25th. <laughs> great number. <laughs> great number, great year. Yeah. Great number, great year. I great hope guy. it's a great year. I hope it's a great year. I still got a little bit to go. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. But um, I was honestly thinking, I'm like, even if I could find this exact job for half the money, I would go back. Come on. Because it's just like, you don't need much to live there. You don't need, you don't need tons of money. You know what I mean? You just need a little bit. Yeah. And the lifestyle is just, I don't know. I, I kind of just got, I was a bit annoyed here. I was a bit frustrated with, with like Canada at the time here, but whatever, we're out of it. And now life's good. I, I wouldn't move back now, but yeah, to answer your question yeah. at 40 with enough money in the bank and to kind of where you could still yeah like enough where you could sure you, you still would work a job but you'd have yeah. enough that if you want to take a vacation once a year you could once twice a year you could for sure yeah yeah so where where your what's your background uh my dad's italian mom's brazilian okay nice so, and i suck at soccer i was just gonna say that it's so <laughs> crazy Bro, you're, you're very athletic your but it's crazy are literally yeah no I'm, he's I'm got like athletic. two left two brick feet he can't I'm at, uh, he's I'm, fast but he can't <laughs> he can score some goals I'm, at, I'm i'm decent now because i'm still athletic and like i'm in good shape that's the only advantage i have other than that i suck 
I was at this event today and we're watching the World Cup. This Russian guy's talking to me how he like played soccer with one of the Russian guys, and I was like, "Okay, cool, bro. No, you didn't. Like, you wouldn't be here right now, right?" Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, what's your?" He's like, "You look like you play soccer. What's your name? Uh, what's your background?" My time is like, "Oh, you must be good." I was like, "Fucking opposite, bro. I suck. I literally suck. The only time I score goals when like the, I'm just in the right spot and the ball hits me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it." Yeah, you could, you probably could have been really good. Like no, no, no. I you say you could have because like I've seen you play like men's league. Like, like you, you have the awareness of where to be in the field. Yeah. You just can't. Like I can't. You like a ball could come to your foot and open net and you'll put it over the bar. Honestly, yeah. But other than that, you, don't, no you do know the. I'm game. just fairly athletic. Yeah. yeah, I know the sport, right? But I played it. But would you, just, would you move back to your countries? And which one? Yeah, and only more specific too because Italy and Brazil are very different. They're big countries. If you move back, which city would you go to? Uh, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't Shuts I, down um, all questions Yeah I uh, Don't get me wrong I love both of them And they both serve A very like Amazing purpose Like Brazil is a gorgeous country But Like it's There's no middle class It's like Either you're rich or you're poor Like Here you have a, a In North America I feel like the middle class Is very common Let's say I don't know Maybe I, I don't know how many people Fall into each class So I don't want to guess But There's a There's a solid middle class here In Brazil yeah. it's like you, you drive by like they call them flavelas and they're just like shaggy towns on the side of mountains with thousands and thousands of people. Like we have like a couple hundred in the parks here and like that's a big thing for us. In there, it's wild. Like, and it's all like gang drugs and like fucked up shit. So, Danny, and then again, you have the you have the rich side of it too. But, yeah, of um, course. For Danny, me, can you look up uh, like what the percentage of population would be considered middle class in Brazil? I'm curious. Cause, like people say this too. Yeah. Cause people say that, but it's also like India's is almost the same. Like Colombia's probably very similar. I would assume. Well, I think a lot of third world countries are like it's that. A so obviously, theme. Yeah. It's a yeah, common but, theme. But it's also yeah. Brazil wouldn't say is, is like third world. I'd say I think Brazil it, is developing. World, Cause I, I think, think it's like developed, developing and like, so 25% is middle class. 38% is lower middle class. 29% is low class and only 3.2% is high middle class. So it's still not great. Like if you compare it to like Canada, it's probably yeah, still very Canada? low. It's kind of like maybe like it's probably a big middle, middle class, class in 50, Canada. Yeah. yeah, but their definition of middle class in Brazil is probably... Like only 1% is high class. A bit of... Yeah. yeah. But mind well, you, well, mind you, the rich in Brazil are rich. Well, hold yeah, on. Yeah. That's everywhere though. The, and everywhere you go, the 1% is the 1%. Yeah. That's why it's called... like So that's relative, right? But the, the th that's what I wonder because like... You look at Brazil and you see it. It doesn't look like everyone's in poverty. You like, there's probably a middle class that makes okay living. But keep in mind, middle class here is probably upper class in Brazil. Oh yeah, oh definitely. Yeah, definitely. that's My, what I mean. Yeah. I actually yeah. heard a story because I work with a few Brazilians. And I'm sorry. Also, it, Brazil is very dangerous too. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, like, I yeah. think it's very well known for sure. I think a lot. Of, yeah, it is for sure. That's one of the reasons why I'm not scared to go and not deterred from going. But sorry. Not that I won't go, but it's kind of deterring me from going right now. I'm just like, do I need that kind of risk in my life right yeah, now? If, if Probably not. If you don't not. have anybody there, like even my mom goes back, like she, like last time I went back was in 2012 and it was when my, uh, or 2011, my grandfather passed. So we're going there and there's a, there was a parade in town. I can't remember what it was. Um, I actually think it was the pride parade and we're like, it's something to do. Like we've been just mourning and your funerals viewing and like didn't do anything. She's like, let's go. It's a big party. Like everyone just drinks. Like it's downtown. We went. And I'm not kidding you. I've like, I'm not a scared dude when I travel. I was like, fucking. At one point, I was like, yo, mom, like, we gotta get the fuck out of here, cause like, I think we're gonna either get stabbed, bottles thrown at us. Like, people are just fighting in the middle of the street. Nothing's happening. Like, no security. They just fight. They dip. People throwing beer bottles. Like, oh, you wow. had like kids fucking on the street, which was the weirdest thing ever to me. Like, what? Just there, we saw like literally kids just fucking on the side of the street. Praise what? People fucking side of the street. People fighting on this side of the street. Taking a turn. And every every five minutes, you see a you see a beer bottle getting. Thrown over this parade. It was, it was like the most mayhem. I, 
parade I've ever seen in my entire life. I did not expect that story to go there. <laughs> Actually, no. Why? Um, okay, I'll put it into perspective though. Canada's middle class is fifty eight percent of the population. Mm. And you said you said Brazil was like twenty five. Yes. So it's like yeah, it's a, it's a significant amount. And, and, the, and the numbers are a bit skewed because our middle class is definitely a different different definition than their middle. Than their, yeah, yeah. Like middle our sure. upper class, like that's ten percent of our population. But you see, and our middle class consists right now, according to Trudeau, and upper middle or, or or lower middle. Upper income is ten percent. Ten percent. But according to Trudeau, um, <laughs> our middle, middle class is between forty five percent and one hundred twenty thousand. Sorry, forty five thousand and one hundred twenty thousand of income. Defines what? Sorry, middle class. That's between a big that range, range though, that's a huge. Oh range. my god! Yeah, that, that's so that's why that everything's is so, very. That skewed. is insanely yeah, broad. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. The, the, the numbers stats are, are tough. On that, yeah, so so, are so tough. that's like saying if I got an entry level job at a university, like what or whatever, whatever you make, but like you get your first job and then you triple your salary, you're considered the same as someone who like. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No, that's, that's middle class population. And that's why that's, that's the, whole, the range of that's middle the class. Range, that's the tax that he's trying to put on in the middle. Anyways, just talk to the truth. Yeah, no, no. We don't need to talk yeah. about that. That's, just, that's bizarre that it, it is bizarre. But this is actually kind of goes to that one I wanted to say. Um, I said you wouldn't live there. Or sorry, when you were saying you would take a job half the salary. That That's a thing that's really interesting to me. <laughs> I always catch myself now when I say it's interesting. I literally thought about it. I was like, we should have a ticker on the pod, like in the top left-hand corner of the screen, where it's just like, how many times George says, well, it's so interesting. I find a lot of things interesting. To me. I actually find a lot of things interesting. I I'm think just, he says it like 20 times an episode. Uh, uh, it's, a shot per, uh, that's interesting. No, no you die. You're dead. <laughs> 20 shots in an hour, dead. Uh, but this is interesting to me. I'll tell you what it is. Um, that's one of the reasons why I've considered... <laughs> you had to stop him again. He was about to say... No, 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 I wasn't. I was trying to gather my thoughts so I can be... I'm trying to be better yeah, and be articulate. Um, one of the reasons why I can, I, I've said to myself in recent years, I would you know, consider moving back to Greece, even if I you know, didn't have the same level of income or whatever, because the, the quality of life is very obviously different. Like it's, just, it's less of the rat race, more of um, being around family, passing time a little slower. There's like you know, nice beaches. You're in Europe, so you can get around. A little, like they're just... It, it feels like it's a little bit easier. Sure, I'm sure the people on the east side of Europe right now with the war don't feel the same way, but you know, there's other um, there's other things that play a negative factor on, on being in somewhere like Europe, but um, the, I think the quality of life, I think, is a little bit better, but it's also relative, right? Because if you, you know, if you're in that range of 120 to 45, 120 here, you know, it's, it's good income, but some people might say, well, I can't, you know, I, I'm not keeping up with these people. I can't do all these things. You take 120 to go to somewhere like, you know, Europe, Greece, Serbia, like I would assume you're living fairly comfortably. Like, you know, you're probably still renting an apartment, but you probably have a nice place. And it's, it's, I think it's interesting because of like how here it is interesting because here you try to keep up with the Joneses and you like have to keep making money and keep climbing and all these things. And it keeps pushing that bound, that upper bound of the middle class up. And you feel like maybe if you're in the upper part, you still feel like you're in like the lower part. Where, you know, again, in Europe, you make a decent salary and you feel, at least you feel like you're getting something for your dollar, I guess. That point makes sense. I don't even fucking know on, if that's interesting. On that, George, I can't remember if it was you or if it was someone else we had this discussion. And we said, like, if you make 100K in Toronto or if you make 100K in, like, that's relative, tiny Ontario or something, right? Like, you make 100K in tiny Ontario, it, it's fair to assume that, like, you're doing pretty well out there, you know, like, 
Is, is Tiny a town, actually? I don't even know. Did I just make if it? I, probably is. Probably if is. you're making 100K in Toronto, Canadian, or 100K Canadian in Nyata, population 500, there's a you are difference. the king of Nyata. There's, exactly. There's a big... I can't, was it you? Uh, it was in London, Ontario. I don't want to say... What, like, we just bought a property. Out there. We've, we have, we have a, a house. We bought like a smaller one like nearby, and you can't buy a car for what we got this place for. Like, it's crazy. It's just like... you. I go out Sorry, at night. I think you mean the other way around. You can't buy a car for the price you bought this property for. Here, you can't buy a car here. Oh. Yeah, that. In Canada, I, 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 no, I think it's the other way around. No, that makes sense. You can buy a car. You the house is cheaper than the car. You can buy a car for any price here. Okay, Ricky, relative oh, okay. to the what's kind of car you're going buy, like, brand new Honda Civic. Oh, brand new? I don't know, thirty grand. No. Yeah, exactly. Substantially less than what that would cost. Okay, that's gotcha. the point I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> when we're on vacation in Greece, we go out in our town. We can go out with twenty euros at night. You can go out with twenty euros. You can have dinner, and and have enough drinks to make you feel pretty good for twenty euros. You can't even get. You can get. You can't get breakfast here. You can't get if you go to Starbucks and you want to get a coffee and a and a breakfast sandwich. It's about twenty bucks probably. No, eleven twenty nine. Oh, still. Okay. She so got eight bucks. Okay. <laughs> The fucking den. Yeah, I, was, I was curious. Like, I know I wasn't even on here. Um, Anyways, yeah, it's 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 definitely your doll. Yeah, it's it's very different. I'll dollar goes a long way. Way far. Long Wait, George. Way. Sorry. So, would you move back to maybe not Nyata? No, you know, Nyata. I, no, not Nyata. I'd move uh, to Athens, Athens, though. I think. I think so. I think I've thought about this a lot because um, our, our buddies Dimitri and Costa. You, you probably yeah, met, I them, met yeah? them. Yeah. So they they grew up. You're born here. He reminds me of Dim actually a little bit. Just like personality outgoing, like very charismatic, chatty. He's the older one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, younger, younger. younger. Oh, oh yes, yes. He, but the one that looks older, like. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired at Dim. I hope you're watching. No, but even a dirt, Dim's personality is older. Like no, Costa's really. Old. Costa's a more old soul. Yeah, Dim, Dim's a young outgoing guy. Costa's like the old, like stays at home. He's a homebody. He's wise. I, I just I always feel that Dim was older. Everyone, everyone always I know says that when Dim's they meet younger. both of them. Dim's younger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. both great guys. Both great. great. I, 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 I gotta guys. go see them at their coffee shop. So Whenever you want, out. I go all, yeah. go all the time. The great guys. We should do a tour of it. He's Absolutely. gonna give me a tasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got his number and I Custa said, invited the whole engagement party to a tasting. Well, yeah. honestly, we'll the go. The whole table. You guys want to go? We, no, I'm free. Curious always next to where you work. work. That's what all I told them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm craving good coffee, and it's right now near my work. One so. day when I, I, I probably go every like, couple weeks. When I go by, I'll message you. Message me. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. Um, they, uh, so they grew up here. Their parents are both. Their parents were both born in Greece. So I think when they were in like their teen years, the. I think maybe his mom wanted to go back. They cut, she kind of missed home, so they went back and they would cut her. Um, dad had a business here. They go back and forth, but they stay out there for a few years. They even to this day, I don't want to misquote them, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, they say that it's like the best thing that ever happened to them because you know, number one is you obviously get a bigger appreciation for your culture, your heritage, the language, all that stuff. But one thing they've said that I've noticed is. The um, when you're a kid in uh, in Europe, at least in Greece, like you develop almost a thicker skin, because kids there have a little bit of like an attitude to them, a little sense of sarcasm, where they, yeah, like they, you know, like if you do something, it's not like oh, I'm so sorry. It's like come on, be tougher. You know, I don't know how to explain it, but I know exactly what you, you mean. You know, it's it's yeah. it's a different sense. It's a different attitude. So you grow up with a little bit thicker skin because. I guess, for lack of a better term, like people are always taking the piss out of you, right? They'll always, always kind of, you know always. what I, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think it's everywhere. I think it's a lot of places in Europe, right? I just look at the parents, like kind. Of, I don't want to say this, like, but the wooden spoons and shit, like 
Canadians and like American yeah. parents, like they didn't do that shit growing up. Like, man, like, if I fucking got out of line, my mom, yo, I got, I got the beatings on the bum and yeah. stuff. Like, can I don't know any like my Canadian friends, like my like Canadian Canadian friends that ever got hit by their parents. No, like I never got bruises on my face on. But man, I, I don't whack no, up a, a hand. Nice little, oh, yeah. a nice little hand? slap. Yeah. Well, think about our. Um, I don't know about your guys' dads. My dad used to get a fucking belt at school. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like European teachers. <laughs> My dad, my dad was fucking badass. Yeah, my dad was terrified. Yeah, he's like, if I melted yeah. off to my parents, it's like, fuck, my dad would get slapped so hard. Oh, but as Imagine like, like, as like guys, the fear we had of our fathers. No, my mom. Oh, oh no, me and my dad. My mom I'm, was not scared of. Yeah, I, no, I, I love my mom. Me but, and my dad. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, like. One time, my, me and my sister and brother were all so close. My brother and I fought more than my sister, my sister and I did. Once me and uh, once we got you know like early teen years, I kind of knew like yo, don't beat your sister up. It's not it's not okay. They're not kids anymore. But one day, I, remember I threw like she did something, and I turned around, and, like I threw a set of keys across the house, and like it cut her eye open. I like sat on the chair petrified for the rest of the afternoon thinking my dad's going to come here and beat, beat the dad. shit out of me. <laughs> not actually. Like it sounds bad. You're going to think, well, this kid's got beat. But he was just like, like you would just know that, I guess number one is like you shouldn't, certain things you should not do, obviously. And it made you like, I guess, yeah, a little bit fearful, but also very respectful of like, you know, don't beat your sister up. Like you can't, there's certain things you can't, like kind of holds true through life. Like don't lay your hands on women. Like all these things kind of, kind of move down the line right it's but. like when you see kids at the grocery store today's day like you see a kid at a grocery store just like yelling and screaming the mom's like hey please stop yelling please stop screaming blah blah oh and i'm just like if that you know who told me the best story so one of my exes from like long time ago she was greek so she was greek and um so she's walking down the aisle like with her her family it was her mom her older brother the younger sister and her so there's four of them so they're walking down the aisle and like one of the kids is like screaming and yelling and she goes, oh, mommy, mommy, look, he's yelling. She, she doesn't get hit. She doesn't get hit. Why don't, why does she, you hit us? And then next thing you know, the older brother goes, mom, look at that spoon. Imagine you hit me with that one. How much that would hurt? <laughs> Shit like that. You're just like, fuck, man. If I was in a grocery store and I misbehaved, my dad would drag. My, actually, both my parents would be like, you didn't do it. You, you know what? Because you, know, you knew. You, you, you knew. Could, you knew. In a you public place. So, oh, my God. You know no. what's so... Uh, I don't want to go down this path too much, but like, not just me. Like, I remember seeing it as a kid where you see the kids in the store misbehave and the parents would like whack them in the store. And like, again, not like, not like punching a kid in the face, but they would whack them on the back, like the backside, right? If you like, I would, as a parent, number one is, I think it's a different time now. Like, I think that my parents are more old school, but I think if someone did that in a grocery store today and someone else saw that, I think there's a high probability that that per like the person who saw it would like call yeah. child or something, right? Do you want to know a funny yeah. story about that? I once I got I'm happy to miss. I don't know if I should say it on the thing, but I once kind of threatened my I'm like my dad. I knew I was gonna get spanked or something. I was like maybe like six. I was so young. I knew I was gonna get like a whack. And I think my dad like I went to like grab something or food or whatever, and it kind of whacked me in the hand. And I was like, I thought I was smart. I was like, if you whack me again, I'm gonna call child services. He's like, good. Here's the phone. He goes, yeah, good luck. See if they're going to make this kind of dinner for you and all these things. Like, kind of like, like tease me a little bit. And I never What's forget the, that. The Russell Peters skit. Yeah. It's like, someone get a real bad. It's like, oh, you know, dad, if you hit me, I'm going to call child services. Like, yeah. And in the 21 minutes that it's going to take them to get here, somebody's <laughs> yeah, going to get hurt and read. That's the best skit. Yeah. It's literally to yeah. this day my favorite. Yeah. It's so accurate across like any any real call. Every I mean, kid thinks they're so fucking smart. Yeah, they're, they think they're smart. I remember my dad used to make me. He's like, oh, I'd say the same thing. I'd be like, you know what, school, like, I could just say you hit me and uh, they'll, like, take me away. He's like, 
okay he grabs me in the living room and he's like okay you're gonna measure out six feet and he's showing me and he's like measure out another six feet and i measure out and he's like you see this small little square he's like that's gonna be the size of your room and, <laughs> and he's like you know how many kids are gonna be in that room about 20 and i'm just he's just manipulating the shit out of me i'm like grade it's, two and i'm like petrified oh, i'm like man. okay okay i'm actually so grateful for the way that like my parents no you know all what? that stuff and like i'll i'm a multitude of things like i think that it's just you know, as much as I look back and like, oh, they didn't do this or know that or whatever. And like, even I work with my dad, so I see him every day and I see like things he does and I'm like, oh, I should do that better and this better. But like, I'm very grateful for the life that I have and where I've gotten to and, and seeing, not even seeing, but now kind of understanding what they have to go through to get here for even me to be like sitting in this position. It's so crazy to think about. So when I was a kid and I was misbehaving and I would get in trouble for misbehaving, how stupid it must like, you don't realize how like stupid it is you're acting because you do something wrong. You get mad for being disciplined for doing that thing wrong. You resent your parents' time. And you realize later, it's like, okay, now this all obviously all makes, makes sense. sense. It's like, do you ever hate your, your high school principal or VP or whoever yeah. was in charge of discipline? Yeah, discipline. Yeah, yeah. I remember ours was Terry Sheridan, Mr. Sheridan. And I remember when I was younger, like grade 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> I heard Terry Sherry. <laughs> Terry Sheridan. Uh, Mr. Sheridan was his name we call him but uh, i remember like hating him like this guy's such a dick but he always got me in trouble and then you look back it's like every time i got in trouble he would say the same thing he's like if i called lane right now how disappointed would she be in you i'm like she'd be pissed please don't call her he's like, do you want me to call her and i'm like no he's like, just don't do it again get out of my office i'm like i never really got in trouble and i always hate him because i thought i was getting in trouble because he threatened to call my mom or something never got in trouble and then i realized like i started behaving because of him it's like it's his job to discipline us to make us better but people. he did it the right way and he did it the right way it's yeah. not like he's like okay, i'm gonna yeah. ground you I'm just, yeah and then you get older you're like wait a second I actually, fucking, actually a really I nice like, way i fucking like this dude this yeah. dude was fucking awesome i never got suspelled i remember one time we tried to tip Suspelled, the minibus. bro rick is rick Excuse having a tough time talking today it? suspelled suspended and expelled oh, yeah i know the, you the merged two and one. that's two the worst one, one. Bro, i'm trying to fucking minimize <laughs> you talk those. you know what i noticed i talk very fast on this podcast and i'm trying very hard it's like when you call me for pausing i actually am trying to stop to make sure i like articulate well you speak, I don't know if it's recently or I'm just noticing where you speak so fast. I don't know. No one said anything. <laughs> I, 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 I watched the comments. No I one, said no so I speak loud and fast. So yeah. yeah, it is what it is. No, but I remember one time we were trying to tip the minibus. It was like me and like six guys. We're like, if we just keep, if I'll go on this side, you guys go on that side. We're like going back and forth, back and forth. That is Principal so grabs me. Yeah, of course. It's the dumbest thing. Grabs me by the back of my car. Let's go. I'm like, oh, fuck. Sits me down. I remember he's like, what time is your mom picking you up to? I'm like, after John's swim practice. It's like, what time's that? I'm like, probably around four o'clock. It's like, if I'm standing here, she comes in here. What's she gonna, what's she gonna think? I'm like, she's gonna be really pissed. If if she sees you beside me, she's gonna be pissed. You gonna get in trouble? I'm gonna get in big trouble when I get home. You gonna be able to go to hockey? I was like, she'll probably let me go to hockey, but that's about it. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get in big, big trouble. Like, please, please. He's like, sit here for thirty minutes. I remember like it was like five to four. He's like, mom should be here any minute. I'm like, yeah, she's gonna be here any minute. Now. Please, like, let me go. He's like, all right, get out of my office now. Don't do it again. I'm like, fuck, think. Like, I remember like shitting Thank my God. pants and like. What happened? Literally nothing. Yeah. See, mom, nothing fucking yeah. happened. And it's just like you—you you don't think about it. You were—you're so like angry at the time. Like, this principal made me sit there for forty-five minutes. I'm like, but you know what? I, I had this conversation uh, with who? With Fab the other day, actually, and we we're talking about like kids these days don't do what we used to do. We used to torment our teachers. Oh yeah. Think of the stupidest shit, like tipping a minibus, like lighting fireworks down a hallway in yeah. high school. Like, you know what I mean? And just, 
I feel like they're not creative <laughs> nowadays. I feel like kids no, are worse no, now. Yeah. I think I feel like, like they're on their phones more yeah. and they're doing more like technological pranks. But yeah. like not that like getting out and like climbing on top of a school, like Nikki Nine Door. We had Greek school. We were terrible. We were terrible in Greek school. Like like we, uh, we had, like school we were troublemakers, but Greek school Greek school we were like we didn't even though they were teachers, we didn't respect it was Saturday, so we didn't think they were teachers. So we didn't respect them. So we'd have like We'd be on the ground floor of school. Oh, uh, I call you back. Um, we'd be. <laughs> someone called me. I said. I call you back. <laughs> I hit like the in a meeting. Call you back. Ignore button. I just said it for some reason. Um, we would be in the school that has all ground floor classrooms, and we would climb up. Like when they turn their back, we'd climb out the window and try to go to the next classroom and get like sneak in there. You know, we would like. I don't know. We would be so when you when I look back, we were not dis. Not disrespectful to the teacher, but just showed a real lack of respect for School. the institution, if you want to call it that. Like we just we did not care. But you knew you were gonna get beat if you got caught. Oh, that was the, the risk of it. As that long was as you didn't get caught. As long as you don't when, get caught. That was when the I was of it. in high school. I remember um, when I was in high school. I think it may be in grade ten or eleven. We're in the cafeteria. Went to a Catholic school, and the lights went out or something. The power went out, and as the second the lights went out. A garbage can. I remember. I I don't, dude. I, I like a brute. Like you know the brute Rubbermaid bins goes flying, and hits this girl. And I just remember turning. I, I kind of remember turning on seeing it happen. And the girl that got hit was the friend of a guy. The guy that threw the bin. So these two friends are like beating each other up, and then a bunch of other stuff is flying. Like, I mean, we're not in high George, school George is sitting there eating his lunch. Uh, <laughs> I would not Lunchables, get into fights. Kangaroo uh, dips. Or nah, yeah. chicken sandwiches in the cafeteria and some cookies, baby. <laughs> but like, I, you know, maybe that still does happen today. I don't know. But I, I just feel like kids are more like online worse now. It's like the cyber worse. bullying and, and like. And generally more disrespectful. Yeah. Like, like shit that'll haunt you for the rest yeah. of your life where it's like getting kicked in the shin is going to hurt. You're going to cry. And in a week, you're never going to remember. Yeah. Now it's like they're sending people's like nudies to like the entire school. And photoshopping. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah like, genuine like bullying. I, yeah. I agree that cyberbullying is definitely worse now than it was oh, before. Oh, way worse. But I do have a sister in high school and I actually find like, I don't know, maybe it's the school they're at. They're much more respectful to their teachers and their actual institution. Yeah, but she goes to a French school though. It's a little no, she different. she doesn't. She's Villanova. Is that a private? Oh, uh, private. She's at private. Yeah, okay. Which I gotta say, it's different. The public school system's a riot. But I went to the private. Way, so like I... the way that the kids talk to the teachers and respect the teachers, they can joke around. It's a lot more respectful than I even find. Like me, I went to a school with eighty kids in my grade. We were basically a private school without actually the private <clears throat> yeah. school title. And my like, people are doing stupid ass shit. I relate public school to gem pop. There's your clicks. <laughs> yeah, prison. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. There's your clicks of guys. <laughs> Everyone's tormenting each other. There's no rules. Like yeah. I don't know. I yeah, just, yeah. My school the school's kind of old too. And my school's up. a shithole. Yeah. Like there was asbestos in the ceiling. Wait, where you go? Fifties Blakelock in Oakville. Oh Blakelock. Yeah, yeah. Just you were, that's high school. You're saying right? high school. Yeah. Sorry. So I, sorry. I was in Catholic. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. How how did we all know each other here? Well, I know well, you just through like recently, but through Bianca. Yeah. Bianca is is good friends with Danny Danielle. and Becca. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Friends. From from relation. like back home or from, from I went when? to West I went to Western with from Lisa. Western. Okay. Oh, you're Lisa's sister. Yeah. Oh fuck! Didn't you know? Yeah. And then we became. Oh, I guess now I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I had a gym during uh, COVID. I don't know. You guys know Brian? Brian Chang. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah we had him on the pod. So, yeah we had him on. 
Yeah, exactly. So, um, good friend of mine, obviously, gym yeah, yeah. shut down, and it was like the summer, and I was like, I was getting restless. I was doing box with him. I'm like, I'm you buying. Box? Yeah, I did with him. Like, yeah, yeah. recreationally, box recreational. Yeah, I so. got. I'm like, I'm turning my gym into a garage, or I mean, I'm turning my garage into a gym. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and like, just bring all your clients and whatever. And then he just started bringing people. I just meet people. It was jokes. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got into meeting like Danielle, Bianca, Lisa, all those guys. Yeah. Oh, that's how you guys? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Wait, yeah. you guys met like a couple Brian, me? Her, oh. Like six, seven years I didn't ago. know that. No, but that's, that's cool. how I met them and got oh, into crazy. their kind of. Brian group. came on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Shout out to Brian. I yeah, actually. Shout out to Brian. I, I messaged him a couple weeks or maybe, <laughs> maybe a month or so ago. Cause I, like I, I like I box same thing like recreationally just stay in shape. I really enjoy. Uh, you, George, you you box more than just recreational. Like you've been it, in a yeah. fight and you train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, a like, sh- yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm trying to say it, like you are probably similar. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing Boxer it for cardio. And no, just but, but that's, what I, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. good. But that's what I mean. Yes. Do I have a? Am I? Do I know boxing a little bit more? <laughs> sure. But like when I do it now, is the same thing. Just to yeah. stay in shape because I yeah. enjoy it. I actually I I find boxing one of the hardest workouts you can do, but I don't find it hard when I'm doing it. I could go, I can go run like a 10k and i and i it's even though i like to run i find it hard because it's like it's it's art it's long it's hard if i box and i want to puke during the workout i still don't find it hard because i enjoy it does that make sense yeah it's interesting it's like playing hockey like when exactly. you play a sport yeah like i'm yeah. fucking gassed on the bench and i'm like <gasps> like barely but you're, but you're but mentally like, you're having like, so much fun yeah, it's like hey i want to get out there again yeah. i got that i gotta shift tomorrow that's the thing even when i'm well, boxing, my hockey equipment tomorrow fuck even when i'm boxing by myself with my coach like i I genuinely like it past the time. I enjoy it. But anyways, the reason I came up is because I, I my coach, I didn't think was going to be able to take me on for like an extra day. So I messaged Brian. It didn't end up working out. But uh, I, I watch his stuff. Like it's cool because he mixes in like personal training with the boxing and everything like that. So I got to try to connect with him at some point. The thing uh, about the boxing when you're actually training for a fight, the thing is like, I remember we used to do like boxercise together, right? But then we actually like, trained a little bit more intense. And the thing is, knowing you might get hit at any given moment just tenses your body up so much more. And when you're tense trying to work, it's so fucking hard. So hard. Like, I remember, it's like, relax, relax. I can't fucking relax. This dude's about to fucking hit me in the face. You That's know? why I have such respect for, like, UFC and boxing. Oh, I, oh my God. Those guys are incredible. Well, and it's also like, look at Tyson Fury. Like, that's, like, literally your heavyweight champion. I don't know if he still is or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think one of them. And, like, He's look at him. Else. Like, that's your peak male. Yeah. Like, it's your peak male. Yeah. I watched, you know, it's funny. I watched a video last night and I was like, I've gained some weight. I'm like, you know what though? Look at, and I saw a video of Tyson Fury on my feet. I'm like, this guy doesn't give a shit. Like he's lost weight to fight, but he's not ripped like Anthony Joshua. And he's one of the best boxers of all time. I was like, I don't need to lose any weight. (laughs) If he, if he he can be the top of his game and not looking like that, then I'm fine. But to your point about tensing up, that was my biggest challenge. Even before I actually threw, like decided to do my first fight for the fight tank cancer, that was my biggest thing because when people would try to hit you, you know when you watch somebody like a fighter box and they can like a, they can parry a shot or block it or whatever and it looks so effortless. It looks smooth. It doesn't matter. Even if you, you're not scared to get in a fight, everyone is like that. Like I've never seen a guy in a gym, not that I have a big sample size, but I've never really seen a guy early days of boxing, they just know how to block a punch or don't flinch when a punch is coming. It's like ingrained in you, right? You're, you're, it's fight or flight. Like you want to just like, you know, not get hit. That was my biggest obstacle and I was always worried that I would never be able to get rid of that because you know, if someone's going to punch you, you kind of just like shield up and everything. Once I learned, number one, once I got, once I realized that 
I was confident in like I could kind of dodge it or block. I knew all the techniques. Number once I learned that, I was like much more fluid and not like flinching. And then number two is when I wasn't really scared to get hit, even though you don't want to. You know, especially I was older when I did it. You don't want to get in the head multiple times at you know thirty years old. Um, but like once you, I wasn't scared. It makes it a lot easier, and you don't tense up. Like I think if I don't spar anymore, and I don't think I want to, I miss it a lot. But I don't think I want to because of again, don't want to get in the head. But I think if I went back in the ring now that I like have done it once, I don't think I would be scared and like have that instinct of flinching. And it does feel really good once you know how to not like panic. It feels cool because you like you see, you, even though you don't look like them for sure. You, I probably look like some like just sloppy guy with no technique. You don't look like Tyson Fury when I'm in there. You feel like you do. You walk up and like you kind of like move around a little bit, and it feels kind of like. That as well makes you feel more confident when you go. It's right. probably like in hockey. Did you play hockey growing up at all? Never, no. no. I'm sure. Full Euro. Yeah, full full Euro. Basketball, tennis? Basketball, tennis. <laughs> Literally all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Serbian. Not baseball, no yeah. baseball. No baseball. No American football. Nothing. No. Basketball <laughs> growing up. And yeah. That's but it, it. it's that, like yeah. in hockey too. Like learn how to take a hit against the boards. Like me now. Like if I go into the boards, I'm like, I know I'm not going in hard. I know I'm not getting hit because it's men's leagues. Men's league. But sometimes you see people like semi-pro or like amateur where they're still hitting. You're like, yo, like. These guys are getting fucking rocked. Oh, yeah? Like, rocked. But, like, they're taking it, and you see, like, I'm like that must have hurt, but no, they get right up. Or sometimes they don't even fall because, like, you know how to take the hip hop, and you keep going. Yeah. That's Mind what you, scares I me. I laced the guy the other night. It felt so good. Accidentally, obviously, but when I he see, dropped. When I see guys get hit in hockey, I get, like, a little, I get freaked out. That, to me, I wouldn't be able to do. I can skate. I got, yeah, I got a big respect for hockey players. Yeah. It's a hard sport. Like, watching soccer makes me respect hockey players so much more just because, like, even the oh. Canada game today, you're watching. Sometimes Jump. you see these dives, and I'm like, bro, you didn't <laughs> even get touched. Tactics. And then you hear like some of these like hockey players. Like, you saw Vander Kane. I don't know if you guys saw the Vander Kane thing. No. So a, a, a skate cut his, like, oh. literally sliced oh. his wrist. Like instant blood. Guy gets right up, doesn't even think, gets right up, runs right off the ice instantly. Instantly because like that's actual like pain that could fucking you're die. You could, you could die. You literally could have yeah. died. Meanwhile, soccer players, like you get a little fucking pinch. They drop. Okay, I know. Just, just keep. Don't roll around. Just get down, take your little break, it. sit up, take your little break because that's what you want. You want your 30 they want second the break. Breather. And they want, want to waste breathe. some time. That's like, it. Yeah. Come on, but don't like even Neymar. Like, fuck, I love Neymar. Brazilian, these guys fucking guy. stud. But even sometimes I'm like, bro, like you make me want to, you make me hate soccer watching you play soccer. I know. A lot of people, I get that at work a lot. Everyone's like, now the World Cup's on and people are watching soccer and they're like, I hate this sport. I'm like, ah. And like, it's such a beautiful sport. I love like, it. I love so the beautiful. sport, but I get the argument because, yeah. like, in a country where hockey's like the best hockey football and the main sport and these guys play it and they're just getting hit on the boards and like yeah it's completely different night and day do you work with a lot of uh like do you work with a lot of europeans like like multi like a wide variety of ethnicities that, like, yeah is it- yeah wi- wide variety do you guys um, have world cup pools or anything like that or yeah i'm in yeah. a world cup pool nice. terrible Doing terrible. <laughs> pick Serbia to win I it all. Pick eh? Brazil to win it all. Actually, oh, shout out Brazil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brazil yeah. I think I, they look really good, so I picked them. Um, yeah, a big. I'm in a fantasy football pool, like hockey pool. You know what I mean? It just it's fun. Oh, I'm you guys like, do that all through like through work and everything. Yeah, yeah, oh, everything cool. through work. Somebody organizes it, and then we just go. But our work has a crazy hockey culture. Okay. Um, that I, unfortunately I'm not a part of, but like we have full blown tournaments, like um. Four years ago, 2018, they went to Russia. Like what? Team Canada of like of people Airport. in my company versus like Russia, the Americans go, Czech Republic, really? the Swedish guys. And then like this year it's in Vegas. 
That's um, so and full sick. tournaments like world like World Cup, but it's only hockey, for whatever reason. Like, um, and it's fun and like I want to go as a coach because I want to go to Vegas and I want to try. <laughs> but yeah, I wish yeah, I played more. Have you have you stepped foot on ice? I have skated before, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable playing these like. We have a lot of guys that play like NCAA Division One hockey. Like I know three or four guys that are like legit. That's like in my, uh, yeah, it's same thing kind of in my industry. Yours is like, big actually. Yeah, because I played in tournaments with um, Sweeney for. Like, well, Sweeney's like leasing. No, but because there it's it's in um, property management tournaments. Really? So CBRE played in one. I know because we won one one year. We beat Colliers, and then before we beat. I forget who, but it was like a bunch of building management companies that run it. It's kind of like the Slate Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very similar to that. And we played in one. It was like, these are high budget tournaments too. Yeah, You're like, yeah. yo, everyone had jerseys. Do they have jerseys? Are these guys all really good? Like, I couldn't hack it, eh? I, well, you wouldn't have hacked it that day. No. Yeah. No, these guys like, are I legit. Could, yeah. They, they take it seriously. Sweetie wasn't like, the best guy on the ice, like to put in perspective. Like, and Sweeney, he was in like really the middle. Oh no, Sweeney's like upper half because he's like, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to understand because that's what, like, to you. Same thing. You're in not my bad, industry. George. You're not bad at all. I, no, I can like if, if I have a shot the, and you. If I play with the boys, I can get on the ice. But yeah. it's, if you tell me how to do a breakout and shit, like I have no fucking no, idea. I'm no. just a body. I'm like yeah. I'm a pylon that can. You're move. like Timbits hockey. Yeah. I'm literally a pylon that can move. That's it. Like no, you skate. have a good slap shot. You have a good slap shot. I do have a decent slap. Yeah, shot. Yeah, those guys try to get me out there to just they're like be a defender and just try to lay people out because you're six four. I feel I'm like I should play. Maybe I could do that because I know what to play tomorrow. I play every Friday. We're short guys every week, and you would fit in. No, you would fit in. I'm the best player on the ice every week. Really? Top, I'm top three as a player. So I would be like not the you worst. You would fit in. You would fit I'd in. I'd probably be the worst, but not by a lot. No, you would fit in. Really? Freak hockey player. Fuck, yeah. not wanna, I kind of want to fire it up. I play tomorrow? I got to get my shit all together, but I'm going to get some hockey gear. I'm kind of down to start playing. I play, we play every Friday. We have two, three Fridays left this year. So we have tomorrow, the next one, and then the 17th. The 16th or 17th is our last one. You play in the new year? Every, and then we play everything. It was, you know how much it cost? It was 26 weeks for 400 bucks. Which is unbelievable. It's like not even twenty bucks a, a skate, not even fifteen bucks a skate, I think. And the best part is, after week two, he gave us all back eighty bucks. And we're like, "What's this for?" He's like, "Oh, well, we had a couple more people signed up, so the price went down." I'm like, "It went down that eighty bucks." He's like, "Yeah, I always, t- I always ask people for more. Use it for beers or something." Like, we paid three twenty for twenty six weeks. Even when you miss it, you don't even feel bad. And we got guys. Every I week. should get into it. That's one of the. If things If you want to come I've and never- play too, come. Oh, I'm- <laughs> I picked up golf recently, and that's frustrating enough. And now so I got to pick up good. hockey. No, <laughs> no, golf is way more frustrating than hockey. Oh my no, God. most frustrating sport. Because golf is you know how to do it. It's so easy. It's so fucking easy in your mind. You visualize, and you're like, "This is the easy." Are you kidding? I can smash this ball 350 yards. It's so easy. easy. And then you go, and it's like, just because your fucking blade was like one percent degree yeah. off, millimeter boom, up. slice yeah. left. Most frustrating you're like, what thing. What the ever. fuck just happened? Or you're going to putt, four foot putt. You're like, "This is so easy." I could I could easily put this. Nope. Yeah. Push it left. Yeah. Can you ask me? Can read the green. No, it's it's golf's crazy. hard. Golf. I've played since I was five years old. Yeah, George, my oh, first. Oh, you're you're a golfer. My yeah. first set of clubs I got was my dad's. Uh, he had like an old pair of, or old set. Of, I can't even remember what it was, but he he cut them down and put them in a, like a small bag for my siblings and I. We shared a golf set. We'd go play a nine hole course with him after work, and we probably I can't remember, but we probably sucked back then. But yeah, we we kept playing. The one that's weird about golf, the one that's interesting about golf, is doesn't matter. It, it, like it never gets easier. You get a little bit better, like progressively a little bit better, a little bit better. I shoot probably mid eighties now, and the game is still as hard. Like every shot I take, 
not every shot, but for the most part, you have to still remind yourself of like the technique, how to do it, line up, and you could be like like myself. I'm a I'm a 12 handicap or something, so that's a kind of like mid 80s. There's days where I go and shoot 99 still. So it's the it's the sport where yeah, every sport you can have an off day, but if you if you're Ronaldo, you're not gonna be Ronaldo to. You know, somebody on the Moroccan team, the worst player on the Moroccan team, let's say. No offense to Morocco. I'm just trying to pick a team that doesn't have the best players. I don't know. You're not going from that to that, right? In golf, you can go from that. Tiger Woods. Like, Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. And But it's like, it's like that. The front nine, you shoot a fucking 37. Feeling great. Where, when are you shooting this 37? No, not me. I said, you're like people. <laughs> Generally. Yeah. And then back nine, 51. You're like, how did I go from that yeah. player to that player? Just next hole. Yeah, it's actually crazy. Or like you, you, you fucking shank it into the water first shot, you still end up with a putt. Yeah, that's that's why it's like how the most frustrating. Like for me playing basketball, it's like okay, well, okay, free throw, it's easy. I'm gonna go practice my free throws. I get consistent at it. In the NBA, guys shoot eighty percent, ninety percent. If you're good, right? Like a guard, who does that in golf? Every every tournament, major tournament, there's a different winner. Yeah, there's not a ter- different not different a hole pit, different play, hole placement. Whole everything's completely different. Like tournament in every every uh, game you play everything's changes the everything. wind the weather how you feel like a random dude to win the masters and you get fucking john daly hacking darts drinking beer and fucking crushing skulls. it crushing it yeah i i've uh i met i didn't like meet him meet him but i remember i went to the canadian open when i was like 10 11 years old i was pretty young it was i think angus glenn and he was at the driving range and remember that i i used to think he was cool because even back then he wore flashy pants at the mullet so I was a kid. I thought he was cool, and I remember we saw him in the driving range, and he w- he had he had a, a sand wedge in one hand, had a cigarette in his mouth, and a diet coke in the other hand, and he was just hitting shots with one, like hitting shots with one hand that I would hit with two even today, like just lock, knocking him out there, taking the cigarette out, talking to the crowd. I don't, I don't know if it's true. I think I saw it on Instagram or TikTok or somewhere. It's like he has two packs of cigarettes and two six packs of diet coke per round. Oh, for sure. That's for sure real. <laughs> like, that's peak and, male and that's, performance. And that's peak male performance. <laughs> you're like, what in the world? Like, imagine being like Dustin Johnson or Tiger Woods. Like, you're hitting the gym, like, working hard. Yeah. And this guy's hacking darts in the he fucking house yeah. beside but you. But that's what's interesting, and interesting you're about beat. golf. No, that's why it's frustrating. Yeah. But that's what's crazy about golf. Like, the hard thing is, though, because John Daly, like, you have to be able to walk in golf. So, when you play, like, if you're on the pro tour, you have to walk all four rounds if you make it all. Whereas someone like John Daly, as you get older, I'm sure that gets a little bit tougher. If you're a smoker, you're drinking, you're crushing Coke or Diet Cokes, walking. How many holes is that? Guys, Diet Cokes is great. Don't trash Diet Coke. The worst. DCs. I love DCs. Okay, I got a question. Okay, go. Ask your question. Like, (laughs) I don't want to say it. Say it. Say it. No, it's not politically. I shouldn't say it. No, No, say it it 100%. It just feels like, like Diet Coke is like a drink that people drink that's like, how do I say? I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying. You, you would assume <laughs> you would assume that bigger people probably drink because there's no calories. Yeah, but why not? Why not Coke Zero? Is I it personally, no, no. Well, there's no aspartame in Coke Zero, so yes, it is probably technically healthier. I do not like the taste of Coke. My mom doesn't drink coffee, and there's more caffeine in Diet Coke. So when she started drinking Diet Coke, that was just always around our house. So then I started liking it. My other sister started liking it. Sophia hates it. Doesn't drink any pop. Heck yeah, I Sophia. I don't like the taste of Coke. Oh, it's the Real best. Coke. Coke Zero is better no, 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 than, no. than Listen, Coke. My sister, Coast Andrea, high. Andrea is actually on your Coast wave. Andrea got me into it. Yeah, Andrea slowly started going because like after she went to Italy, blah, blah, blah. For me, I'd rather have Diet Coke or nothing. And oh. Diet Coke in Europe, Coca Light, 
awful. It's not even worth it. Yeah, they. It's was not that, worth it. Oh, it's was not that like worth a, it. But, sorry, what's the difference between Coke Zero and Diet Coke? It's the aspartame. That's it. Well, well and it and it things. tastes like Coke Zero. This is what I suspect because they changed the branding recently of Coke Zero. They made it a red can with black. I think what they're trying to do is before it was black can with red writing, right? Yeah, so it looked different that. than regular yeah. Coke. Yeah. I think because the it it tastes almost the same as regular Coke, slightly different, but almost the same. Whereas Diet Coke tastes different. They're trying to keep the branding consistent because. Maybe one day people want to get off sugar. They can like it's an easy switch, right? It's a is healthier it, alternative. How is it sweet? Regular stevia? No, 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 Coke Zero. No, not Coke Zero. What are you talking about? We're talking about Coke Zero right oh. now. So dog huffing and puffing. Yeah, the so Coke Diet Coke's been the same since like the beginning. Since they created Diet Coke, and it never tasted like actual regular yeah. Coke. Yeah. So then when they figured out how to make a a non-calorie version of coca-cola they branded it coke zero but then to what you're saying i read something on reddit and i don't know how real because when i saw the red cans i said when the fuck did they do this and then they, they stopped calling it in they stopped calling it coca-cola zero they just called it like zero, zero. yeah yeah and they changed so I, I googled it i'm like when did this happen so i got on this like crazy reddit thread and someone says that and again this is not fact this is reddit this is like but, uh, I feel good what you're but someone said that the marketing plan is that within five to ten years to get to fully replace coca-cola with coke zero so you just have two brands again it's coke zero which is now coke and then co and diet coke because then you you just fully brand it because they think that within 10 or 15 years the regulations are going to change blah 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 blah. and the sugar if, they yeah. cut it out yeah, and then yeah. that soda I, will be i didn't even need reddit yeah. to figure that out i'm just a marketing yeah. genius no, no, no. but diet <laughs> coke tastes right. amazing <laughs> 50 50 eh? but, but, no, but there's factors fucking reddit, crazy. Yeah. that's the thing coke like a, 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 if you on a hot day if you have a Coca-Cola or like your McDonald's with a, with a Coke like classic Coke unbelievable DoorDash yeah, like Coca-Cola it's not promo code but no, it's no, not no. good for you it's not good for you but it is I amazing I don't personally I don't like the taste of sure, any yeah. type of pop like that and I would prefer a Diet Coke any day a McDonald's Diet Coke Facts. is my favorite thing Facts. wait what, what did you what's Diet Coke for me like Thank would, you, Stefan. Like that's a, why I brought him I here. I would prefer a Diet Coke with ice than a regular Coke. Actually, but that's my number three. What about a pops? What, ginger ale? Okay, wait. Pause. I gotta hear this. He's got that's ginger ale. Number three. <laughs> anybody who comes ranked number three. Anybody who comes on here and says that's my number three, they have they have a serious opinion about this, and I want to hear it. <laughs> ginger ale, one. Yeah. One. Nest tea, two. Wait. I consider that a in pop. a can, right? In a can. Nest tea in a can. Oh, interesting. Ginger ale, I agree with. Agree with. And then McDonald's Sprite yeah. is a close. It's a. It's there. McDonald's Sprite's up there because that. You know what's interesting? Right McDonald's Sprite feels. McDonald's Sprite. Like, it feels like a Serbian wild. thing. I don't no, no, know no. why. McDonald's Sprite like a is European wild. thing. Mix that with a bit of Fruitopia. At the in all. Oh I'm gonna bring God. up a European thing. What do you? Because my friend from Serbia okay. always said this coming home. Fanta from oh, Serbia yeah, the, oh, yeah. is the, way different than way it different. is here. No, 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 way different. Yeah, no comparison. Do you it, guys tastes have like, like, it tastes like a, the, what's the San Pellegrino, the Oran. Uh, yeah, 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 completely different, yeah. In Serbia, do they have both like the Fanta classic and then like a blue one as oh, well? Oh, the blue one, the Shokata or the yeah. Shocker or whatever <laughs> they call it. unbelievable. Oh. It's like not, I don't know what's the difference. It's more There's, like, it's not as fizzy maybe. It's, it's like, you know what it is? I think the flavor is like, I, and I could be wrong, a like, mint? Or like uh, some sort of plant, and that isn't it like clementine worm? Maybe it's different in, in the Serbia. blue one, the like blue a light blue, though. like a light blue label. Oh, that's all right. Fuck it. Yeah, light blue. Yeah, 
I don't know that one. That okay, one's wait, top ginger notch. ale though. I agree with. I'll go back. So Come I on. still think Coke Zero is probably the best. Ginger ale's the best. So actually, let me rephrase that. As a pop, like calories aside, whatever ginger ale is the best. It's actually like because I'm. I don't know about you guys. I would get it. Now, my parents would never really buy it. I would always go to my grandparents when I was sick, and they would give me like a, yep. a soup and ginger ale. Ginger ale when you're sick. Always <laughs> ginger ale because it has ginger in it, right? Every time. Yeah. It's it's actually really good, and it's kind of like a comforting drink too. Like if you're if you're hungover or you're tired, or you're kind of having like it's a gloomy day. A ginger ale, cold. If my stomach hurts, I still go <laughs> right to ginger ale. Come on. If I eat a heavy meal, I'm like, oh, like that that was bad. <laughs> right to the ginger ale. <laughs> No, I'm that's, not, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then, and then when I started dating Bianca, the wine, you, you know, like just you finish a little bit of wine, you know, and then you're finishing dinner up and just dump that ginger ale in the wine. Really? The I, I, I've heard of that. Yes, ginger ale with vino, the best. I've, I've heard never heard one. of that. Oh my, game changer, especially with like a wine that's like ah, it's a eleven dollar bottle of wine. <laughs> Yeah, got some ginger ale in there or fifty. <laughs> Come on! Did, did you know? I also saw this on Reddit too that the Coke's syrup from McDonald's is different than Coke syrup for a lot of other places. Well, it's the best one, so you know what that, they won. I, the I, McDonald's one? Yeah, the, yeah. the McDonald's huh. Coca-Cola syrup and for their fountain drinks, whatever, is different than the rest of them. Again, this is Reddit. Why? I don't know if you this know is fact. why that is. Keeps I, I don't know because it, that's a lot of people always say that McDonald's fountain drinks are the best. They're very, there's something about them. So, there okay, is. so now, is there something about it or is it just because we think that because we were kids and we lo- grew up and we loved it, blah, blah? It, it, I know what you're saying. Side by side with, let's say, Burger King. Burger King, Coca Cola? I think or so. Or are they Pepsi? I think it's oh, Coke. Yeah, I have no L- idea. Burger King, is it Coke or Pepsi? I think it's Coke. Whatever. Let's say if you took a McDonald's Coke, I understand. Coke yeah, yeah. And a thing, Coke. I don't Coke. know. Do they taste the same? Because I. Wendy's know. is pretty up there, but not as good as McDonald's. I was just going to say Wendy's. I had, Wendy's, is, I had, I had, I had Wendy's. a Wendy's Diet Coke yesterday because it was the only thing on my way home from work. Uh, okay. And I was like, okay, this is fire. So so you just asked the question. This literally was going to say, I had Wendy's earlier this week. I got a chicken sandwich and a Coke Zero. And. What, it was actually like it were almost the same. It was like very refreshing. It was like good. And I, if you put them side by side, I don't know if I can tell the difference. To McDonald's? You think so? Actually, did it, we're going to do a taste test on Danielle here one day. has never talked so much on Blind that. Because I've never up. been so passionate about something. <laughs> McDonald's found Diet Coke is way better than anything else on this planet. And then Diet Coke also in a can versus a bottle. But yeah, bottle's never good. The best is the glass. Actually, ginger ale in a bottle is no, not gla- bad. Glass bottle, glass, glass bottles, bottles is the is primo. Elite, but McDonald's Diet Coke fountain is still better. Yeah. Have you ever had Guaraná? No. Oh, it's this Brazilian. It's, it's a Brazilian pop. It's it's kind of like a cherry ginger ale. Anyone who loves ginger ale, I always tell me you got to try Guaraná. These guys just <laughs> tried it. Right? I think so. I it's really remember. good. You get it here. Uh, you can, at, at Portuguese Certain, supermarkets. Okay. Yeah. Specialty places. Sumo. Like- that's the only Portuguese. <laughs> I know sumo. Sumo. Wait, wait, guys. Hold on. The Sorry. Contractor I, drink of choice. I just Googled this. <laughs> I just Googled McDonald's Fountain Coke. The first article. This is why Coke tastes better at McDonald's than anywhere else. So you guys chat. I'm going to read this. I'll, I'll, okay, okay. Okay. I'll dissect it for you. Have you okay, I got a question. Though. Have you ever had cranberry uh, ginger ale? Yeah. yeah. That I'll try is. All the specialties. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, he's the guy that goes to the store. You know when they got those specialty Coca-Cola? Blackberry, cranberry. <laughs> I got them all at the house. Wait, have you guys seen? Hold on. Um, the way the blue finishes point. What I was going to say was I bought diet cranberry ginger ale, which I thought I would hate. Shockingly good. Shockingly very good. good mixer as well for, yeah. for liquor. I got to get some. I got to bring some to the house. Um, weird thing though. Have you guys gone to the store recently and seen that there's um, 
like Dr. Pepper, different flavors, and like there's a bunch of like random flavors these days. So there's like Dr. Pepper used to be Dutch Dr. Pepper. Now there's Dr. Pepper, Blackberry, Dr. Pepper, Cherry. There's like Coca-Cola has vanilla and then vanilla light. And then Coca-Cola Cherry Light, there's a, like a million different things you can get now. Yeah, it's too much. It's getting it's, it's getting, it's getting too much. Like those, you know those Coca-Cola freestyle machines at the movies? Yeah. yeah. Anxiety. Too crazy. Too too, <laughs> too many options. I just go Coke. <laughs> I might I might spray a little Way cherry. Too crazy. I'm there for 20 minutes. Like try it. Nah. I literally was gonna say I'm like, that's so what you probably do. Okay, you guys wanna know why Coca-Cola tastes better Tell at us. McDonald's? So it's the syrup's the same as how they transport it. So most people get it in plastic bags, where McDonald's gets it in uh, steel tanks. So, so you know uh, they go through volume. Steel, yeah, steel yeah. tanks. Well, it's kind of like the idea of like bottled uh, beer versus keg beer, right? Yeah, a little exactly, bit different. Yeah. Uh, then also, both the syrup and the water go through a uh, proper filtration method. Gets ch- uh, pre-chilled before going into the soda fountain. So then it's also the dispenser is a little bit different and um, insulated tubes to deliver the liquid from the fridge to the fountain. Hmm. You learn something new every day. So it's not the syrup. It's the guys. We have, we, we, we're going to talk about like, obviously what you do for work and everything. We have not talked about that at all. It's been an hour. We're an hour. Yeah. I, I, wow. I was wondering, so I'm like, it doesn't, this episode has flown by, but I had a feeling we've been, cause I was trying to think about everything we've talked about. And I'm like, we've definitely been going for a while. We're just chatting. Yeah. Whatever. That's, that's what's good that, about that. That makes a good podcast. hundred percent. Do you have a time limit? No. No. Yeah. No. I mean, well, what is not it? tonight. I don't know. Oh, oh, Do we? No, no. Time limit. We like, usually go like an, like an hour. We try, an hour to to yeah, we try not to go but past nine. When we have good people, we just kind of keep going. Whatever. It's natural. Okay. You want to talk about, let's repivot a little bit, talk about what you do. Sure. Whatever. I want to, I have a question because okay. we've all, one thing we all have in common is we've followed in their, the footsteps of our, of our old men, the fathers. Yes. So. Which relates to back to the well, things we kind of. Yeah. Uh, so your dad did this too? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. So t- t- I, I fully don't know, and I purposely when you guys were talking about it at George's, I stayed away from the conversation. Oh, I so was. I, I would be surprised when we when we sat down. I was literally asking a million questions. Like, I saw. Something. Did a podcast at your house. I literally but saw, I was, and I was like, uh, I'm gonna stay away from this one. I find it so fascinating. I I grew up loving all things, even to this day, loving all things airport, aviation, like planes. I think it's so everything's so cool. Like when people tell me. You know, all the planes, like travel is the worst part. I'm like, you have no idea how to travel. Like, it is part of the experience. Yeah, you it's- guys are both like avid travelers. Oh, so yeah, you have yeah, a different yeah. like appreciation for Yeah. Me. But yeah, so you're, I mean, obviously, like, you kind of summarize what you do and everything like that. But then, yeah, you followed in like your, you know, your father's yeah, footsteps. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm an air traffic controller. So a lot of people don't know what that is, which is funny. Very I lo- niche I love job. This. I I, and I'll tell you what I yeah. think, what I picture when I like knew that. I'm like, oh, it's someone who, well, not like, I thought, no, this, I knew, this, I is ground, this is the ground first, control, whatever. First, first I thought you sit is, in the tower and just watch pe- planes come in. Yeah, like the first thing I get is I hold pylons on the runway. No. <laughs> then when they, when I shut them down right there, then I'm like, have you seen Breaking Bad? That's right where the next question goes. Uh, Breaking Bad, obviously, Jesse Pinkman had a girlfriend in the show. Her dad crashed two planes, and then yeah, I don't want to spoil Breaking Bad, but whatever. <laughs> if you haven't watched it by now, you're if too you late. Watched it, yeah, like I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> I'm that guy who crashes two planes in that show. So I always say Jesse Pinkman's girlfriend's dad is what an air traffic controller is, or in like movies, pushing tin, whatever. But um, pushing tin, pushing tin, great movie. Check it out if you want to see pushing it. tin. Now, it's I've a never... full full movie about what I do. Yeah, really. Uh, Angelina Jolie's in it. Young. Good looking, uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in it. Wait, was in Toronto, <laughs> way back. This is a cur- oh, I don't know what Cusack, John Cusack, whatever, whatever his oh, name is, doesn't okay. matter. Yeah, does that? Yeah, 
Good movie, yeah. When Good I, movie. you know, what I think of when I think of air traffic control, all this will always be what the first thing comes to mind. Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, he doesn't like it. Uh, you ever seen uh, Die Hard? You ever seen Die Hard Two? Yes. You know when they're watching on the screen and one of the guys lowers the actual like. Uh, they manipulate what the what the airplanes see, so the yeah. runway is actually like yes, higher yes, than it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think of. Can I ask? You, is that possible? No, no. Okay, <laughs> you can't just change the depth perception. No, no okay. <laughs> no, the good old '80s action movie. Yeah, eh? I thought that was so real. Well, hey, let's pretend it makes, it's real. <laughs> like it, make, it makes sense. I'm like, oh, they just hacked the system. They yeah, they moved the ground. I mean, the honestly, like I don't know. Maybe in today's technology, they could. I mean, everything's tech nowadays. Like pilots, us, like everything's computerized but um i don't know if that would be possible no like, it's a bit of a stretch so how okay so i am obviously like number one was it like what's it like from your perspective following like pursuing the same thing that your that your father did like is it something I you mean, always wanted to do or no no the good thing that my dad did with me is he never forced me into it um it was he always brought me around it helped me understand it uh it's funny i found like a book i wrote in kindergarten it was like when i grow up i want to be and i wrote air traffic controller Come on. That, yeah, which is... What fucking kid writes that down on a But I guess I... First of all, I didn't know how to speak English. Like, I... <laughs> I dad, I, Eric Traffic Control. <laughs> I don't want to be dad. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I skipped half of SK because they pulled me out because I would only speak Serbian. Same. Um, right, then, that's more Greek. But so I probably just only knew about that job. But then after that, I always was like... I had a fascination for... I love flying. So I was like, I want to be a pilot. I want to be a pilot. And then obviously you like... I don't know. I want to be an athlete or whatever. And then when I kind of was finishing high school, I, I was like, you know what? I really like business. I like finance, whatever. I'm going to go into accounting. And I, whatever, I got accepted to Western, um, Laurie and Ryerson for business, business management at um, Western, accounting for Ryerson. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay close to home because something doesn't feel right. So I go to Ryerson. I get on the GO train. I, I get to whatever, to campus. I get, the, the, they had the lectures at uh, Young and Dundas, right? The AMC. I sit in the theater, comfy chairs, his professor. He's like, welcome to macroeconomics. I fall asleep. I fall asleep. First lecture, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. I get on the subway, get home at 11, sit down. And my dad was outside smoking. It was summer, like September. Smoking, having a beer. I sit down. I'm like, I'm dropping out. <laughs> Oh, actually, I went to Ryerson. Dad was like, "Hey, grab the spoon." I went to Ryerson for three hours. I went he to took, Ryerson. He for took off his, his fucking slipper. No, and the no, and I go. I'm dropping out, and I'm I'm applying. I'm gonna work a little bit, and then I'll I'll be an air traffic controller. And his eyes just lit up. He never forced me. He never talked to me about it. Let me apply to university. Paid. You know what I mean? Whatever the, the entrance fee is. Yeah, yeah. But I dropped out after three hours, and I was like, I I just couldn't. Like I, it was always in the back of my head. Come on. Yeah. And like I just. I don't know. It felt natural. You know what I mean? Like you, it felt like well, you're meant, know, you, to, you kind of meant like, to do it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't grow up. Like, oh, I'm going to follow take over my dad's business. You know what I mean? Uh, cleaning. But then when you kind of realize like the importance of it and how much like joy your it yeah. brings your parents and your dad. And then you're like, you know what? Like this gives me fulfillment. Like it you, makes my dad proud. And I, I, I've kind of been born into this. What you said about how you wrote, I want to be a, a pilot, whatever. Like you kind of knew what your dad did. I was the same. I always, if I look back at like the stuff I wrote as well, li literally like little notebooks, I think I used to write, I want to be a businessman. Because I didn't know what that meant. I just knew my dad was a businessman. And he's a businessman. And yeah. it's literally not even a term, man. Eh? Like it doesn't even mean anything. No, it's not a position. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, you it's know, like George, I just see George on Indeed. 
businessman. <laughs> you know, honestly, how I, much I, do businessmen get paid? How much do businessmen <laughs> get? How do you apply to be a business? What, what, what school? What is, business, what is a businessman? Um, yeah, I, that, that same thing. I was like, I just knew I wanted to be like him because same thing. He would take me. I was telling the story today. Actually, he would take me. Um, Either in the morning, if I went to school, we'd stop at buildings that we cleaned on the way. He'd pop in, see the customer, or on Saturdays he would drive to some some places um, to check up on like the cleaners, and he would like leave me in the cafeteria and go walk around. We actually one of the accounts that we that I remember vividly, and I can picture the cafeteria how it looked. We still clean that account. The cafeteria still looks like it did thirty almost thirty years ago. I was probably five or six when I went. Same thing. He never forced me to go into it, but then I got when I started to understand it more. I was the same way. I'm like, I like want to do this, mind you. I was always OCD. I liked cleaning. Like I was just a neat freak, so it kind of made sense. But yeah, once I knew, and then I told him, I'll never forget. And I'll let you finish your story. But when I got to work, I was the oldest. When I got there, he was like super happy. Obviously, my brother came, made him happier. The day my sister got there, and the three of us were there, he came into the boardroom, sat down, looks at us, goes, "This is the best day of my life." Yeah, and I'm like, I honestly was like, it was, it was like nice and heartfelt. It was kind of funny. I'm like, man, I've been here for like four years. You never said that once to me. Like, Fuck you, George. <laughs> Anyways, I cut your story. But off. Yeah, it same just thing. feels good, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's like knowing like how my dad is now and tells people like, yeah, he's an air traffic controller, you know. And and uh, it just, I see the joy it brings him. And again, didn't force me into it. None of that, but just I don't know, like like father like son. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I have a question. You want to add a point up? No, I was going to say the same with my dad. My dad, if you ask me, I worked construction since I was 13. And I remember vividly being like, I'm never getting into it. Because you see, like, the get home from work, dirty pants, you know, the muddy boots, the fucking, the grease in your hands and shit. And, okay, construction, our business has evolved since I was a kid and he was, you know, there. And then you get older and you're like, okay, you get a little bit older and you start to realize, okay, what you want your future to look like. And you think, like, for me at least, construction, okay, there will always be construction around whether it's the type of construction we do, some of the parts that we don't do as much that, that is growing, like you know, the rail lines now. We do a lot of rail lines. 10, 20 years ago, we didn't do as many. We did a lot more roads and highways. Now it's rail lines. In 10, 20 years, there's going to be a lot of tunneling and shit like that. There's always going to be stuff. The, the condo market right now, fucking booming like crazy. Yeah. There's always going to be, and you're like, okay, like, do I want to work in an industry that's always going to be around no matter what? Or, you know, like, I grew up marketing. I love marketing. Sports marketing. Event marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, imagine I was still in then, like, okay, COVID hit. I would yeah. have been out of a job 100%. 100%. Laid off instantly. And, like, again, there's, it, like, a lot of people were in that, and it's unfortunate. But you kind of see, like, fuck, you got, I got lucky that I, I pivoted to that because, again, I wasn't forced. If I was forced from when my dad, let's say, you don't, you're not going to university, you're not going to Western, you're going to work construction, put your boots on, I would have fucking left for sure. 100%. 100% yeah. Because it's not, it's not my that. choice. And the, yeah. some parents, again, some do it. And again, everybody's different. But I think your dad's the same. My dad, I don't know your dad, but like it's that mentality. Okay, do what you want. Make your own mistakes. You're smart enough. You were raised properly. You'll figure out what you want to do. And you'll figure out, yeah, it might cost you a fucking the $4,000 three-hour semester. <laughs> might cost you the fucking years off sabbatical or yeah. whatever. It might cost me my four years where I fucked around doing events. But at the end of the day, we all made what we believe is the yeah. right decision. And you came, right? came back and to came it. Back. Exactly, That's yeah. What I wanted to ask is, are a lot of people going into... Like, are a lot of new people going into this industry, like this part of aviation, they're traffic controlling? Because if I'm being honest, you're the first person I've ever met that that does it, I think. And sorry, you still didn't explain what you actually do. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll explain what I do, and then yeah. I'll come yeah, back yeah. to that. So, air traffic control, basically, I I control planes. Like I tell the pilots what to do, in a nutshell. And 
layman's terms, but how, like, I'll explain it a little more in depth. Anytime, like, a plane, like, you're flying, right? You board the plane, the plane's at the gate. That moment the plane is at the gate to the moment it lands and pulls into the gate, the whole time it's being controlled by air traffic controllers. The whole time. There's never a moment in time where a plane, I'm talking commercial, yeah, right? Yeah. Those weekend flyers have uncontrolled airspace where they could like fly around and do yeah. whatever. But I'm talking like commercial Pearson, planes, yeah. you know what I mean? They're always talking to air traffic controllers, right? And a lot of people forget that. Um, whatever, we're in the shadows, you know what I mean? Their focus is on pilots, but it starts with the tower right and the tower is also air traffic control but it's tower control so they're controlling oh. runway takeoff arrival taxing to the gate and whatever clearing the plane for takeoff right i work as an area control center um as an area control air traffic controller whatever in an acc area control center so what i do is once the plane is taken off right i'm controlling it when it's actually in the progress of flight so i see on my radar screen right i'm just looking at a screen and it's a pretty much a big piece of ontario and it's a bunch of planes flying through this piece of ontario planes that aren't landing in toronto even though i work at toronto pearson they're not land, like anything they're flying, flying through. over they're flying through right like majority of my flights like are flights going from uh europe to west coast us chicago or from like east coast us to new york all new york area airports boston so a lot of a lot of volume and i'm just making sure they don't hit because pilots don't know where they're flying they're in cloud it's nighttime they're flying really fast that people you know what i mean they, they, they can't they're not looking at a window like they can't make any decision split without the, me telling them to do it it's also a lot harder to make a split decision reaction up there like the stakes are higher they you can't the, see anything either yeah yes. exactly yeah exactly so that's why it's called the ifr control and it's instrument flight rules because they use instruments and by instruments they refer to computer technology and my radar is an instrument right whereas a tower is vfr visual flight rules hence why they're in a tower because they're looking out visually and they have a more okay much better sense of the airport layout and so stuff. so towers so towers essentially ground so like we said from the point of like from the gate to gate is essentially air traffic control does everything but the tower is like gate to taxi to take, to take off. off yes you're mm-hmm. air and then back again in the next in, in dallas yes. let's say tower takes yes. back over so so like let's say a flight, Toronto, Montreal, right? Toronto Tower will clear the plane to take off or to the runway, right? They'll take off. They'll hand the plane off to Toronto Terminal. Toronto Terminal is gonna hand, handle all Toronto departures and arrivals. They're gonna climb to a certain altitude. Then they're gonna hand them off to low level Toronto control. They're gonna then move the plane to a certain altitude. Then they're gonna hand off to me, I'm high level. I'm gonna climb the plane to its flight plan altitude. He's gonna cruise. I'm gonna space him out so he's all in line with other Montreal arrivals. Hand him off to Montreal, and they're gonna start descending it, and then it's gonna to go to Montreal That's Tower, cool. and then it's at the gate. Okay. And then that works for flying anywhere in the world. So wait, and answer. What was your original question? Where I kind of cut you off? Uh, Is there a lot of people doing yeah, it? Yeah, but what, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. That's I. So we talked about this when we yeah had my condo, but we you didn't explain it that way. That's I didn't know that it's like that many levels, levels to it yeah, yeah so i didn't realize a lot of levels that. right and i'm a high level controller so anything twenty four thousand feet and above because and that's kind of what i like like other people like there's different styles of controlling i like that like i got all the heavy jets you know what i mean commercial like a380s oh yeah triple sevens and like the big dogs a big piece of airspace a lot of complexity a lot of weather like for me it's it's like a it's a crazy thing to say but i like the stress factor and i like volume yeah 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 it's a weird 
thing, but it's like that is what that's what you kind of gravitated towards. I, like exactly. Like, that, I love summer thunderstorm. There's a million planes, and I'm like literally like we call it down the shitter. Like I love that. I live for that feeling. It's a really messed up thing to say because it's people's <laughs> lives, but I love it. Yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> just like yeah, I don't, it's, it's fair. It's like is thirty it, planes you're talking to at a time, right? That's it, crazy. Like, so is your did, Go. Sorry, no, go, go. I was going to ask, is that what your, this is a quick one. Is that what your, what did your dad do? Same thing. Same? So yeah, I'm specifically in Toronto. I control the east high level of Toronto, of Ontario airspace. Um, because I work at Toronto and he did as well. And conflict of interest, he controlled the west. So I had to go to a different area than him. And um, Sorry, why? You can't work in the same area? Because of training. Uh, they didn't want to like you don't want to cut they don't want yeah, yeah. a, a conflict of interest yeah, type yeah, you know right, what I, I mean know. like because it's a very father can't train a son yeah or like father's friends can't train me and then they give me a license and I'm like terrible at my job and cause yeah, no, that's fair. accident yeah yeah, whatever, yeah. Right? I, I want to ask you mentioned that a lot of planes were coming either Chicago from the east or uh, New York from the west yeah so what happens if it's like kind of northern flights? Let's say you're going from Montreal to Thunder Bay they're still flying through Ontario but they're going a little bit north of you yeah so is that handled by like yeah, it's so from like specifically my airspace is from like Lake Ontario all the way up to just south of Timmins. So if you know okay, Ontario yeah, geography, yeah. right? So anything flying over that piece of land, 24,000 feet and above, yeah. I, and if I'm working, I'm controlling those flights, right? So, and every like, if it, it's, it's a crazy thing, but if you look at a world map, it's all broken down into airspace, middle of the Sorry, ocean. Where's Timmins again? Timmins is north of Sudbury. Okay, there we go. I got Sudbury. Yeah, and then Timmins yeah, is right, right up there. there. Yeah, so like... Okay, so you control... A big chunk of yeah, Ontario. Like, it's like... Yeah, it's, yeah and then north like of the here... Mark. North of here kind of gets split. Like, this would be Montreal here, and that would be like Winnipeg's airspace. Well, because right? like there's not much... No offense, like not many flights are going no, through that no. part of Ontario. No, either. the only thing flying there is like um, JFK to like Tokyo. I like... I, I work a lot of those flights where they take off like DC... Newark or JFK and, and they, they fly straight up. north and they fly up and yeah, they come and land right. in China, yeah. Tokyo because of the or spheres, cargo going yeah. to Anchorage, Alaska. So it, they come up. Yeah. It's fucked that wow. we, we look at a map as a, a flat surface. Yeah. Right? When in reality, a lot of planes don't just, you don't just fly straight across. No. Whereas like you think, I think the most, like for Europe, for example, I think the UK, they like arch. Yeah. The UK like, and Spain are, are on the exact same like um, X axis, I guess. But the UK is closer because it's the the way the sh spherically. Yes, I yeah, get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I always forget that. So I forget about like, so I, I have a million questions about this. But to jump back. The first thing is, yeah, are a lot of people going into this business, or is it like, or not business? This industry. Un yeah, unfortunately, businessman. Because no. <laughs> yeah, business. Because it's it's such a niche job. Uh, people don't understand it as well. I mean, we're getting more applicants, but uh, like. I don't think it's kind of explained properly. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, you don't know a lot of people that do it. Um, I think honestly, it's one of like, if you're into that, it's one of the best jobs you could go into. Like with job security, with pay, with time off, with like to me and no offense to pilots. Like again, I have a lot of, I know people that are pilots. To me, it's just like, it's being a pilot, but without the moving up the ranks, the flying, the props, flying for Porter to, for 20 years before you could finally get a yeah, seat yeah. at Air Canada, like traveling all around, sleeping in hotels. Like it's, it's, you know what I mean? You're still like, controlling an aircraft. You're, you're still like, you're still in the industry, in the space, but the, the, I guess the, yeah, like the grind of it is maybe not, it's, not it's there. It's not. Yeah. Like there's definitely a grind to it. 
for sure training is very hard and like there's different levels like um the way it's broken into is by volume right so toronto being the busiest like that's kind of like the best place to work at in my opinion in you're saying canada basically in canada right um so like yes there is a grind to it if some people like maybe start off like in the east coast or the west coast of canada and try to work their way in i got lucky and i started right at toronto but i don't know to me it's just like it's a much it's an easier job but like you're not traveling all the time some people love traveling but like think about traveling as a pilot you know what i mean but you're getting everything the same you know you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, but absolutely pilots have that glorified like wow aviation i love planes i'm gonna be a pilot nobody says i love planes i'm gonna be an air traffic controller and you get a lot of pilots who quit flying planes to become air traffic controllers i don't know one air traffic controller who quits being an air traffic controller yeah. to become a pilot it doesn't go like doesn't a go lot down. of pilots there's a lot of ex-pilots on my work there's not people that leave this job vice versa be, vice versa which it's it's cool I, it it's interesting it is not I, oh listen this i can say it's it interesting. is interesting because this to me is so fascinating i've been on a like i you know for someone who doesn't i don't travel often for work uh so, like, for someone who doesn't have to travel for work, I, I can probably safely say I've been on probably more flights than anyone I know or anyone my age that doesn't travel work-related. Um, and it's true. Like, when you think about it, even when you're a kid, the pilot's the pilot. It's cool, yeah, right? They're the, and yeah, they do a very important job. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're in charge of a lot of lives as well. They're in charge of making sure the passengers are safe, right? But it's also, but that's the thing, like when, even when we were, so when we were younger, I think the position of a pilot was a very glorified job, right? Yeah. You know, if you watch the movie Blow, even like back then, they're talking about how they're all flight, you know, that scene where they're like, oh yeah, I'm a flight attendant, I'm a flight attendant. Even that job, like anything in aviation was very, yeah, yeah. was, um, it was almost, yeah, like almost glorified. No matter what you did, if you worked on an aircraft, it was, it was very cool, right? Very prestigious. And the pilots always still kind of kept that, um, what am I trying to say? But what I've, I guess what I've gathered over time and like being getting older and traveling is it, it's still very cool when you see the pilots. You can tell like it's a sense of like, you know, they, they, they're the captain of the ship. But it has changed from my understanding too because of technology and everything that, you know, taking off, not to discredit pilots, but again, taking off, landing a plane, cruising, all that stuff, I, from what I understand has gotten easier than, than when, you, you know, yeah. when, when you're flying for, uh, Pan American Air back in the day, and it was a prop plane that would cross the Atlantic. You know, now you're flying A380s. That sure, a lot of like higher stakes, a lot of people, big jets, but a lot of it has become, I guess, easier automated. I don't know what the right word. Yeah, is. like I, I, I get what exactly what you're trying. Again, it's no, I'm no discrediting pilot. Very hard job that they have as well, right? Hundred percent, it is. It's just a different. It is a bit different, right? Like I'm, I'm the one giving. I'm the one yelling at pilots. Sorry to all the pilots out there, but I worked this morning and I like yelled at three pilots today. Um, like it's just like that's they're they're in charge of like taking what I tell them and implementing it. And obviously, if there's emergencies, they gotta know. They gotta know their checklist. They gotta know. Like, have you ever looked at a cockpit? You ever been in like? Oh yeah, I sat. I've sat all, in a couple. Yeah. yeah, like come on. You look at that. You're like, what is going on? Here? Like, I would not be able to sit in a cockpit and be like, fly a plane. I know the science behind it. I know how what to do. But they go they they go through a lot of training to to do that. But I'm in charge of like, okay, I'm gonna make sure you know, like what you're doing with your plane because if you don't, because you you don't know that there's 50 planes in a 50 mile radius, radius around yeah, yeah. you, <laughs> like absolutely, and they're all like up and down and left and right. Like it's 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 
tricky like it is do you think that a lot of people don't get into what you do because it's like not a sexy job in today's society? 100% 100% right like it's uh you say it and again like I'll say it to people and they'll be like oh like this guy fuck, has the pylons <laughs> like very you know what and I don't care I'm not saying it to impress and it's just like whatever I'll let I'll let that person yeah, think yeah. that's what I do I don't really care but 100% that's what it is like the term is so there's a million like you, you get a million of pictures in your head of what air traffic controller is like you don't think like oh you say pilot you know exactly what a pilot is you say yeah. air traffic controller it's like everybody visualizes something else you well, can't visualize it was, I, what it is i thought it know? was a tower i had no idea yeah I, I thought that's where air traffic control sat like you don't they and don't some think. do but i'm like yeah and again no offense to tower control but it's like i have the complexity of like much more volume yeah. and um, like weather and just a bigger area, right? What's like what's a what's a crazy day in terms of volume of planes you might have to? Oh, like, whatever. Oh, or how many? I guess, like I guess, put it more broadly, how many planes a day would fly over Ontario? So, wow, his region or total? Just in general. In so Ontario. I'll 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 kind of I'll Be kind of put it okay. Peak Toronto pre COVID. I know you guys were talking about like Pearson delays and stuff and like after COVID, it's gotten weird, right? Um, Pre-COVID, Pearson was like f like pumping out numbers. You know what I mean? Like What's pumping out numbers? Like, like they had a lot of traffic, rarely any delays. So we have, you know how we have two runways on one side and then we have another runway? So they, they would do something called like a form of tripling. So they'd have all three runways being used, those parallel runways. And in a good day, like where everything's kind of running smoothly, they would run probably around a departure and an arrival every 30 seconds. Holy cow. So we're talking like all, thousands of all, planes? Well, I guess... So I'm talking like... Cutoff time is what? Uh, 11 p.m. Yeah, to 6 a.m.? Yeah, like... Approximately. Uh, uh, give or take. But like obviously not consistently throughout like a 12-hour day. Yeah, but yeah. peak hours, like they would go like a, a rate of 60 planes an hour going in and out of Pearson, which is crazy. Just Pearson, right? And then wow. over like Toronto, you'd get like in like a, in a busy eight hour period, like I, we would talk to, in just my sec, in just my sector, and there's other ones, right? Like 1300 planes in a shift and like a, just an eight hour shift oh, wow. flying through. And a lot of them are just, hey, you're clear, keep going. Yeah, like that. A lot of a lot of times you get hello, goodbye, right? They come in like it's a plane flying from, I don't know, <laughs> Chicago to Heathrow. Checks in. He's already at his cruising altitude. He's got his autopilot on. There's nothing around him. And he's just, hello, keeps flying, goodbye. You know what I mean? Is that literally it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, he just checks in? He checks in. I'm watching him, monitoring, <laughs> yeah, yeah. making sure everything's good. And then I so hand like, him off to Montreal. So he's got his little notebook or something, whatever, however he tracks it. You track it. Hey, yeah, flight AC 1374. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, he checked in. Oh, he's that gone. might be an he's actual gone. flight. 13 AC thirteen seventy four. That might probably. be probably. Yeah, 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 Google 100%. flight AC thirteen seventy four. That's an air. Well, there's probably Canada. a whole bunch. Yeah, because yeah, uh, they just reuse numbers. Four digits. Well, not everyone's four digits because I remember like they, they do have some that are like you know it'd be like United Flight Five. No, but AC Air Canada is always four digits, isn't it? No, no always, so Air, not always. air you have like, twenty six. You can have like you, so for example, um. It's an actual flight. That's so, uh, Toronto to West Palm Beach. So yeah. Oh, so, there you go. Four digits is usually more regional. Yeah. Three digits, you'll in get Europe and stuff, international. Two digits, two digits is, is like India, yeah. Doha. And then we have like Air Canada One, which is like one of the first international flights they had. Uh, yeah, it's like Air Force One. Where does it, it can't AC One? Is it zero zero one? Zero zero one. Oh, so it's still four digits. No. 
No, is it? Yeah, it's zero zero one. Because I've oh, seen before, like United Flight Five. Yes, yes. not zero zero five. Yes, yes. Might be different, right? Yeah, it, it's it's different Shh. for whatever That's reason. Toronto to Tokyo See? right now. First, long, yeah, long long haul. Air Canada it, one. It, is it AC one or AC zero? AC zero zero one. Okay, zero zero one. Yeah, so search, I don't know why we search that. United Air or, or America. United Five is again like Newark to Tokyo or something. Yeah, yeah. or United I Four. I talked every day. That's United. That's uh, that's um, Newark to uh, Tokyo. That's cool. United Four and United Five is on the way back. So they also I, use oh, even yeah, and odds Tokyo when comes they. To you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the only reason I knew this is because that year when I was flying a lot, I would get the thing filled out. I'd be booking flights. And then I started noticing that these like like long flights had like yeah. lower numbers, and I just yeah. never never really understood right. it. Montreal to Vegas, what is it? Oh, <laughs> I don't even know if they have a direct flight. For sure, Maybe Montreal they... to Vegas must have one. No? Yeah, or to, or to LAX, Montreal to LAX, what is it? That definitely flies through you. <laughs> wow, you fucking shit your job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, tell me every flight number Air, ever. It, it might be a Rouge, Rouge like 1951. Yeah, Danny, 19, Rouge uh, AC 1951. Is Rouge AC as well? No, that's no. gonna be Montreal to like Mexico, I think. Right, AC. Any uh, Montreal to Los Angeles is AC 774. 774. I should know that. You're Bro, right. You I should, talk to that a lot. You should definitely. But you know, know why? You know why? I'm gonna give myself job. an excuse. <laughs> I'm gonna so that that flies through the evening a lot. That comes that oh, goes that fair, goes out fair. afternoon shift like seven a daily. Kind of like I know my like Air Canada four hundred ones. That's like Toronto to Montreal. You know what I mean? Like stuff oh, is it like four hundred one, four hundred one, that's 403, a that's five. Cool. Yeah, four AC four hundred one. That uh, is clever. Yeah, that's clever. a good one. So what's clever is like um, how pilots like how planes flies. You have fixes. They're called intersections, and they're always five letters, right? So um, they input that in there computer system and that takes the plane from point to point like planes fly like on my screen it looks like they're like flying like this you know what i mean it's not just straight line oh. and they're flying from like little point to point to point to point on airways in the sky oh yeah it's all highways in the sky so they don't all fly the same exact kind of path no like it's like they file a path it could be dependent on winds or weather or whatever and it's so all point to point they're kind of monitoring and, and adjusting they're but they're flying routes like highways in the sky they're yeah, literal that's, airways. But, yeah. but that's that's what I always assume that like if you're going from let's say Toronto to Montreal, that you're following the same flight path within let's say a kilometer span in the sky. You're you are there. You're you you're you following like um a preferred flight path 100, percent and it's like a a literal highway. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes it changes though. You know what I mean? And sometimes I got to turn them out. Sometimes they whatever. There's a there's a lot of variables. Be Sorry, you know when you see the, like the time lapse of like planes in the sky, yeah. you always see them following that kind of similar path. Yeah, right? yeah, they usually were. So again, they usually vary are. by you know. It whatever, could vary. A, yeah, there's a variables, but, but but getting to like the cr creativity about it with like the four hundred one, like it's funny. Toronto sucks at it, but like you, you'll have these five. It's always five letters. I don't know why, because of the planes computer systems, and they file these routes right. So for Montreal, it's called Habs. Right. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's when you're flying into Montreal, you do the Habs arrival, right? When you're flying into Ottawa, it's the capital arrival. When you're flying into um, Toronto, it's the six arrival. I wish. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of being like every like um, Detroit, no, like though. the movie. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, LAX is Laker. Uh, What's Toronto? And Toronto is something. It's just five random letters. It could no. be raps. It could be leafs. No, it's all five letters. It could J's. Be J. Nothing. We literally, for whatever reason, nice. raps and J's are four letters. 
No, but you could do like JSS, you know, what SS, I mean? or like Lakers, Lakers probably L A K R S or something. Yes, like exactly. Right, yeah. capital C A P T L. Habs is H A B B S. You know what I mean? And like yeah. every airport has something. That's sick. Cool. Windy gonna, is for I'm, Chicago. I'm putting in a fucking report tomorrow. Uh, it's just like, come on, guys. What, Let's okay, get creative here. As a uh, to pivot a little bit, as more like an enthusiast, what um, if you? What's your favorite airport you've ever traveled to? Oh, okay, yeah, and then I'll come back to you guys because I know you guys did a lot of air, international travel. What well, two part question Tra- that you travel to? And if you could, aside from Pearson, because I'm sure you love your job there, if you could work at one of the airport in the world okay. as an air traffic controller, what's like the dream job? Dream. Okay. So um, travel to, I want to say um, I love Heathrow. I love Heathrow. I feel like their lounges are top notch. Oh, like yeah. you guys love the points and the cards. Like I, I'm all about that. So like. I go to I go to airports and I'll try to see as many lounges as I can. To, I'm right up my to alley. Them. Like Zurich, great Zurich's lounges, a, Zurich's great. Good. You could go outside. You know what I mean? Have you um, Have you been to Turkey, Istanbul? So that's on my bucket it's list. It's crazy. It's massive. I, I know. I, I and they I built a new that. one. Yeah, the new one I, I, I heard is nuts. I've never done. I went to the old one. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy, but he throws. If you fly, and sorry, not to interrupt. You know, obviously, you know this. Like this is kind of for like the non-avid travel if you're gonna fly anywhere and if you have the opportunity to fly like on business whether through points you pay always whatever airline you fly with sorry wherever you're flying to fly with that country's airline 100 because like turkish like i could i flew i could have flown you know i can't remember where i was going from i think i was going to thailand from like germany and i could have done another airline and stopped in turkey but because i got to fly turkish you get to use a turkish lounge the turkish lounge has like golf simulator pool tables spa like the washrooms are it's, marble yeah like it's crazy it's crazy and europeans and and they they kill the lounge game yeah. oh it's like next and, level out there and people might disagree disagree with me about heathrow but the reason i like heathrow is because you go and it's like the sheer volume and like how the terminals are spaced out and you're taking these like that pisses some people off for me it's like how does this place run like it is like the the running this place. Is it is one of the crazy. is it one of the biggest? It's got to be one of the biggest in the world. It or, airport or, or, wise sh- uh, of area size for sure. I know Frankfurt's busier than than Pearson because Frankfurt gets a lot of cargo. Then Pearson or Heathrow? No, Heathrow. I'm, uh, sorry, then Heathrow. Yeah, like yeah. Frankfurt's probably the busiest in Europe on oh, wow. on, on plane. The amounts of planes that come in, um, but I love Heathrow. I don't know why. I just have this attachment to Heathrow. Yeah, yeah. everyone's got um, that like. That one, you know what I mean? But if I were to work somewhere, I think it would be New York or like Chicago. Like the two which Which airports? The, assuming O'Hare like, and Chicago. Like, I would just like, like New York area control. You know what I mean? Like oh. to control like all those airports in New York. How does, is that how that works? It's in how it works. Like for me, I control like everything flying into... Billy Bishop, Toronto, Downsview, Buttonville. Oh, Hamilton, I didn't know that. Montreal, okay, Montreal, Ottawa. Like I'm, I'm, I'm covering all of it because I'm an area controller, right? Because you're up top. Because I'm up top, and I got the big picture. Ah, uh, right? so, so you're not I would attached the, to a, you're not attached to an airport, even though technically you're, you're an area. Want, I work, yes, area. yeah. Like for example, in in Vancouver, the building is c- completely away from the airport. It's somewhere in Surrey oh. or something, in like a warehouse. And it's like a bunch of air Because again, you've got a computer that you're looking at. The tower, yeah, interesting. The tower is what they exactly. see. Exactly. Uh, it's a video mid, game. Mid I'm level at. This is all very right? interesting. Yeah. Mid level people are with you. Very. The ground people are ground. And yeah. Then the 
tower people out are visual yeah so. they're visual yeah so we're but, but like new york would be nuts in chicago because of sheer like it's one of the busiest airports in the world do you know where chicago uh, sorry new york do you is it like based out of one of the airports or is it's the, i think it's i don't know where the the exact Danny, location of the center is where's new york what do we call it uh, you'd call it an artcc of like the boston one is completely away from boston airport I know that. It's in like New Hampshire. It's not even in the same state. Oh, wow. Yeah. Guys, whenever you look... Sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. Uh, Whenever you look at an airport from an aerial view, like just look at the sheer volume, look at the sheer size of Heathrow. Yeah. Compared to like surrounding areas from an aerial view. No, no, it's it's actually nuts. Like I've been to Monaco and um, like you could walk Monaco and it's like, oh my God, I just walked from one side of Heathrow to the other and I just went through a hole country almost yeah principality, yeah whatever you call yeah, it yeah you know what i mean it's like it's a country and the way it runs and the monorails and subways and like like it's crazy i don't know i, find I, that I don't know if i've ever flown into heathrow I, I find all this stuff i've been to a lot of airports and like some really cool ones um what's your favorite so my f- i like i don't know this is a hard it's a, like a hard one for me to answer because i think my favorite I even though I'm like I don't think Pearson is the best airport. Why I think it's my favorite is because I genuinely just like walking in there. I don't care about the delays that have happened. Yeah. yeah, like like it's it's you know it's our city's airport. And while I do think you know a lot of people complained and all this. Listen, if you know how to travel smart, you don't need to fly business or first class. If you know how to travel smart, you're not waiting in any of that commotion. We're all so, in the same wavelength, right? Yeah. But that's but that's a thing, right? I get it. Worst airport, your flights get delayed, sure. But people complain about the security line. Hey, like you can go and get a fairly reasonably priced credit card and avoid don't, that don't, line. Don't tell them that. Then that line. Well, well, you know, but, no, but then <laughs> but, but but my the but reason why I like Pearson is I do really like Terminal One. Um, and I just something about it when I when I get there and I fly out. I don't think the lounges are the best. I lo- I do like Maple Leaf Lounge and the Plaza ones. Like they're they're good. It's so, you know what I mean. It's like when you get there, you feel like you're yeah, going somewhere. But also, yeah. even the times where I'm like traveling for work, if I got to fly to Ottawa for like a day or Vancouver for a couple of days, it's just I like it. Now the best airport experience I've ever had was Frankfurt. And Frankfurt, great airport. So Frankfurt was cool. Now I also didn't go to the main. Uh, I've flown into every terminal, every airport in major one in, in uh, Germany. I did Berlin, Munich, and Frankfurt, separate trips. Ricky already, I think, knows this one. Frankfurt, I flew into uh, because I was in Bali. A friend of mine calls me. He's doing his birthday in London. He's like, "You have to get here." I'm like, "Dude, I'm on the other side of the world." He goes, "Just book a flight." So I changed my travel plans. I flew, um, I flew from Bali to Hong Kong, and then I think I was that was on um, uh, Indonesian Air. And then Hong Hong someone's at the door. Then from Hong Kong to, to Frankfurt. Sorry, Hong Kong to London. I flew Hong Kong, Frankfurt, Hong Kong, Frankfurt direct, and then Frankfurt down to to Heathrow, one of them. But I got to fly. I originally booked my flight. <laughs> we got a party up in here. Um Frankfurt. Who's that? Oh. My buddies. What's going on, guys? Um Frankfurt to uh oh it's a party now. Uh Sorry, uh, flying to Frankfurt, I flew Lufthansa, uh, and I was to Lufthansa, and I was to fly business class. But last minute, a seat opened up. That was her first class. It was like twenty thousand points more. I'm like, yeah, no brainer. Like this is this hundred percent. I'll do it. So it's a fifteen hour flight, fourteen fifteen hour flight. 
when you fly first class and you fly through Frankfurt, you get to use the first class terminal. So you have an entire, maybe you know this, you have your own terminal. Did they drive you in the BMW yeah. or Porsche so, or whatever? So I, yeah. I, landed in the nor- I landed in the normal terminal because it was on a 747. Then I showed them like, oh, where's my next gate? They're like, oh, you can go to the first class one. So I went over. They walk, I like walked to this little building. They take my bags and my passport. They're like, we need everything. I'm like, oh, okay. They're like, we'll come get you when your flight's ready. In the first class Wait, terminal, you gave up your passport. I get, they took everything from me. No, they they take, take care of you everything. There. They're I, like they're I, like make yourself at home. I had six hours to kill. This lounge, the first sorry, the first class terminal. I was one of three people in it. It's probably the size of a small office building, like three stories. Um, open bar of whatever you want, like literally any alcohol you can picture, even like the most rare Japanese whiskeys on the wall. You can drink it. There's a chef that will make anything you want. There's a menu, but he'll say, like, you, you want a Big Mac? I'll try to make you a Big Mac. Whatever you want. There's a cigar room. There's, Lufthansa's famous for this thing where uh, they give out rubber duckies. So if you fly in the first class terminal, they have like a shower and a bathroom where you can go and like take a bath, get ready for your next flight. They give you a rubber ducky. So I got this like little black duck. And then when your flight's ready to board, they come and get Wait, you. Black duck? I have a little, it's a, it's a rubber duck, but the colors were black with a gold beak. So they have different variations of it. You collect them all essentially. It's a thing in the it's travel. Rich people <laughs> thing. <laughs> in the other uh, well, no. In the, listen, you're you're rated based on how many rubber, rubber ducks. Well, you know, what color you have? Because you know, if you travel during like the cheap time of the yeah, year, yeah, it's a the shitty like yellow orange, or yeah. yeah well, you it's, travel it's, during the peak seasons, black. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's during like the like you know it's a thing in the travel world, I guess. So, and then to end it all, they come get you. They go, you know, Mister Woodsalas, your flight's ready to board. So I'm thinking they're gonna drive me across because I knew they drive you on the runway. You go down the elevator, and there's every European car, the best model of that car. So Porsche, uh, Cayenne, 7 Series, S550, any car. They're like, which one would you like? I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you can ride in any one you want. I was like, all right. Yeah, they're crazy. So I just like, I jumped in one of them. I think I was in, like got in the Porsche, and they you start driving, and you're on the tarmac, on yeah, the runway, yeah. driving past 747s. When he pull up, sorry, I was in a Mercedes. When he pulled up, the driver goes, would you like to get a picture? Like, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Rich. Rich. So, so, so. Hashtag rich. He knew it was his first, he, for his sure. first time he's going Dude, to picture. I'm like a kid. <laughs> hey, bro, pulls. I got you. Don't I'll stop. A couple so, so I'm pulling my stuff out and like he's taking a picture of me standing by the car and the jet. And now I was flying from Frankfurt to London. So it's like a A330 Neo or something. So I go, they take the pictures, whatever, and I go up the up the the jet bridge on the outside stairs to get up, thinking I'm gonna be one of the first to board. I'm the last to board. The whole plane was could clearly see me taking photos like down here. So I walk in like all embarrassed. I'm like, holy shit! Ever. I'm you the guy holding the class. plane. Everyone turn right. You turn left, George. <laughs> Anyways, that and like you know, this all sounds like just joking. Like, it sounds rich and everything like that. But to put this in perspective, I don't want to talk about points. Talk about more than enough. The amount of points it cost was basically the equivalent of like that flight cost me five hundred dollars basically. Yeah, that's which I've, is which is insane. I've flown about. business class many many times. I never paid out of pocket. But I think about paid. that. I signed up for one credit card, like a business uh, Amex Platinum card, a yeah. hundred thousand points. That was the flight, five hundred bucks, and I flew like eighteen hours. That's the best, and got whatever I wanted. Back to what you were saying too. If you know how to travel. Like and, and you you know you've been there. Pearson is not a bad airport. Not like, bad. It's not. It's not. It gets like, a bad rap. I'm I'm there once a month. Even during this whole like recent year with all the delays and everything. If you know how to travel, you got. If you if you get the right credit card, you can get out quick. If you have the that new MPC app, especially if you're going to the states, it's a fucking joke. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I go from walking into the building to my gate in 15 minutes. Exactly. It's, it's so easy to do, yeah. right? 
And this, I, I just got the... Ne- I've never used the Nexus. I just got it finally. Showed the, it up. Yeah, I just I finally just got, got it. I just got mine in the like mail. Three, three year wait. I finally got it. So Where'd you get yours? To use it. I went to Buffalo to do uh, the interview. See, I had to go to fucking Fort Erie. Oh, No, geez. no. Fort Erie's close. I went to Fort something... In Thousand like, Islands. Oh, that way. Yeah, yeah. I went go? to Buffalo. I went uh, to Buffalo. Two weeks ago. I think I did Buffalo. Lane, too. I did Buffalo, ago. and I finally got it. I'm excited to use it. But that, you gotta, you like, you gotta know what you're doing. And another thing that people or, or ask, ask people who know what they're ask doing. Ask people who know. Like I have friends who call me all the time. Like Ricky, like you, you, you said. F- I know you mentioned that you, you got your board, you got your plane in 20 minutes. Like how'd you do it? I was like, look, here's what you do. You have an Amex. Go see the kiosk because they don't promote it. They yeah. Go, no, it's not because they still got that little thing there. Yeah, but they, last time I flew, yeah. The kiosk is there. There's nobody there. You scan yeah. the QR code it, at the kiosk. Within the past yes, month, do. the kiosk apparently left. Because when I went to the airport, it was gone. You have to download it through the Amex website, and you can get as many passes as you want. So it's actually better than the kiosk. Yeah, yeah. But, the, but even before the last couple of years, when they first put it there. Because before what I happened- I was there last week. Or no, two weeks ago. I was there a couple weeks ago. Didn't have yeah, it. They had it. They had it. when. when not the person. The booth is there. Not the person. The booth is there. And then you scan the QR code. No, Booth was there when I was there a couple years ago. I scanned so. the QR code on like right where like the line starts. You could scan the QR code. It says MX Platinum, gotta, blah, blah, blah. All the, I got to give like, away a, a little bit of like a, a, a tell. It's gone now, so I probably can't use it. And I got my Nexus back. But before, like three, four years ago before COVID, you used to just be able to flash your like Amex Platinum and you'd walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That was the best. Because oh. even if it was expired, it would work. You know, it's interesting. I haven't. I don't have my MX Platinum was expired. I didn't renew it. I got like I have uh, a golden. I didn't didn't have a need for the platinum because I have an aeroplane card. And when we were flying, I think to New York or something, there was a massive line, and I brought it with me, thinking like maybe I'll try and use it and get away with it. And I went to the booth, and the guy I showed the guy the card. Didn't look at it, nothing. Like it was expired. Looks at it, he's like, "All right, here you go. Here's your pass. Go." And like, nah, I don't need it now, so it doesn't matter. Sorry, Amex, I took advantage of it, but. Danny's really slagging. No, but the- you know what? I, I I hate spoiling the secrets, but like, it, it, people I need to travel. Like, you, can't, you can't gatekeep. You cannot. I know. Gatekeep. I know. I know. People like look. They need to know. And I tell everybody like at my work, people are also like, oh, but you're paying eight hundred dollars for that card. I'm like, guys, <laughs> I get like two thousand dollars back a year easily. Like, easily. easily. But do you, you know travel what, three times? Do you know what the thing is too? You, you know what people don't even realize that before. Okay, so now you have to scan the QR code and use the app. But before, I have a spare my old Amex card that broke. So like the back was kind of peeling off. So I have a spare Amex Platinum that yeah. doesn't work anymore, but it's still there. I do. I would give it to you. You're traveling here. Take this. Just flash it. Flash yeah. it. They, flash they it. don't check your ID. They don't. Hey, you're only technically you're only allowed you plus one. Do you think the guy behind the booth really no. gives a fuck on how many no. people? Are? One time I'd go there for someone's bachelor party. I went there and I grabbed like eight. So okay, hey, I got a couple more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you can do now is just go online, 100%. print it beforehand, and they let you print as many as like as you want. And it has like it goes in consecutive numbers. So like. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, as many as you want, and then you just go and scan it yourself. You don't have to talk to anyone. And if you're going with a group of 20, you can download yeah. 20 and you're fine. The, um, and the person doesn't have to be there. So what's the difference? It, the thing that's changed too is you used to, having Nexus used to be super valuable. I've had mine for five, six years now. Expired for about a year. Huh? Yeah, we're like, I think we're near, kind of nearing that point. Um, Dan, you want to... Tommy, I blew it. Ah, it's gonna after. After, wait, don't worry. We're almost done, anyways. I'll get it after. Um, next used to be super valuable because like Amex would get you past, but the lines are still long at the kiosks. To your point, why Pierce is not bad either. Nexus still gets you a slightly ahead of, let's say, like having an Amex or an Air Canada card, but the the gap of that is actually coming down. So, 
when my Nexus expired and I couldn't use it coming, because one of the values when you land, you can scan it and go through fast. Pearson now has not just like the automated terminals, they also have those like fast lanes. You can, when my uh, Nexus was expired, I think I flew two or three times and I would land at like a peak time and I still got out of the airport in like 30 minutes. Like from gate to getting off and running through the international, which is a long, you know, the long tunnel, to getting out, didn't take that long. Yeah. So even like, even if you can just get like some, for the average person, just get a credit card that has, which is an, aer- that. an airplane card or like a premium Amex card, it makes your life exponentially oh, easier and less stressful. I don't know how people travel Worth without every it. Worth penny. Oh, 100%. But another thing, like you guys flew a bunch this summer, Pearson was getting, like they were renovating two runways. So oh, I didn't know there that. was a lot of delays because of that. And like no one huh. talked about, exactly, right? You, you didn't like... It complete different like arrival everything changed but i don't know nobody talked about that on the news because it was just like whatever blame whoever blame the airline blame the airport i don't know who the scapegoat was but yeah like there's a lot of variables there's a lot to be honest it actually worked out in my favor a lot of times anytime i got delayed i got paid i got like shout out air canada yeah like we went to texas austin we saw i I got a grand back for uh like i booked the flight on points and it was like fifteen thousand points to austin texas Flight gets canceled. I'm like, whatever. Another night in Austin. Book a hotel. Expense it to Amex. They cover the hotel. The yeah, same because hotel. Because I was staying insurance. at Thompson. I was staying at the Thompson that I booked through Amex. And then just, whatever, expense it. Flight gets canceled. They rebook me. No cost. Next day, same flight. Amex e-tran- I mean, Air Canada e-transfers me a thousand bucks for me and a thousand bucks for her. What? Each. No. And so some people got good deals. Lisa, I got good. four grand this year. Lisa, four grand. Lisa did four Lisa Marie, grand. Every single one of her flights to the states was delayed. Every With single Nashville. Yeah. So show Panama City. Everything. Everything, everything was delayed. Four grand. Like we we yeah because they they they're the rule. There's a law in Canada that yeah. people don't know and they yeah, don't take advantage four of hours. it. If you were canceled for more than four hours, they delayed. Have to, delayed. Delayed. Whatever. They have to pay. For yeah. Unless it's out of their control, such as weather. Yes. So the problem is, I got fucked once they, with they, weather. Yeah. Yes. And they will lie with weather. They so will. they so can't tell you me, but they will lie. <laughs> so four hours, if it, with the airline or your credit card, if a flight's more delayed, three out, uh, four hours and one minute, you can call your credit card or the airline. The airline typically takes longer to get something, so you're better off. Like you have an Amex, call Amex. I double dip. Oh, same, same. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. They're not watching. <laughs> no. I, when I uh, happened one time, I got delayed four hours, and I called Amex. I was in Amsterdam, and there was like a late flight coming home or something, and I was like, I was annoyed, and flight got canceled and rebooked. Now, so I got delayed like four hours, then five. I'm like, okay, f- screw this. I called Amex. They're like, yeah, you can go and book a new hotel. I'm like, how much can I spend? Like a thousand bucks. I was like, I'm literally here for like six hours. I go back to the airport. Heck They're yeah, like, you spend a thousand bucks tonight on food, hotel, whatever you want, and we'll cover it. So I went. In so, Amsterdam, so I literally looked up. I literally looked up. Uh, where did I book? What's, what's ABC bar? <laughs> they they said to me, "You spent a thousand dollars." I'm like, "What's the SEC bar?" <laughs> so I'm like, oh, "Okay, I book. Uh, I booked. I think that the, the uh, W or something had dinner, everything like steak dinner, and like the 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 total was just like swiped off my bill the next day. It was crazy. Completely, yeah. But the weather thing, I want, I want to talk about that. Not too much, but they. Uh, you notice they do that. Last now? story. Yeah. Last story. They uh they do that now and like they're saying so they wow well, it's weather or when it's a mechanical issue of some kind of repair right not like the crew's not here not we're short staffed so if you ever notice like every delay even when we were in New York it's all mechanical repair they always say that because it's because you say I gotta check the, f- the fluid line or the gas line or something you might not have to but they probably I'm also speculating but 
Yeah, they they do a lot to. Yeah. Of course, like that's gonna cost them a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, anyways, man, this was honestly this was a good one. I feel like this, this, two, this was two episodes. Eh? If you notice it, this was like two half episodes. This was talking about our. We, dad's we went. Meetings. Yeah, no, yeah, and like and sports, and then, and then flying, <laughs> yeah, and like Coca Cola, yeah, and ginger ale. <laughs> And then flying. Honestly, we were just shooting this shit. This is fun, man. This is fun. We'll do this again. And next time, man, we got to start doing more fucking drink. I'm fired up to drink now. Like, if you want to come, yeah, we're going out. We're going out. I might stick around now. I said we weren't taking shots tonight. Yeah, that's out the window. I'm drinking tonight. Yeah, I was like, I literally said, I'm like, yeah, come by. We're just going to have a couple drinks. I took a day off tomorrow for a reason. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a couple drinks. I got to take shots. I might stay for a glass of wine and then hang out. Anyways. Stefan, if I get, are you even on social media? I don't even follow yeah, you or anything. Yeah. What's your what's your uh, I'll follow uh, you. Uh Stefan Ostojic. Try spelling that. <laughs> Fuck no. I'll spell what, it in hey. your phone. I'll spell it. You know why? Like we should other people saw This is good. S-T-E-F-A-N. Okay, that that that's the easy part, Stefan. O S T O J I C twenty three. Okay, there we go. There you go. Did I spell it right on the screen, Danny? Because I wrote his last name too. You might have. Anyways, if you're if you're no, I did it, eh? If you're into aviation No. Do you apply. post a lot of flight stuff? No, I don't. But but apply because we need people. We need everybody to make our lives. It's a cool industry, man. Your lives easier when you're flying. Yeah. When, you know, we'll do what we'll plan. Like, where are we at now in the winter? Maybe like closer to summer when travel time's coming back around. Right before stuff. March break. Yeah, whenever, whenever. That's, like, that's a busy season. It'll be, you, it's right? fun because, look, one thing we do, like, it's cool when we we have friends that are like specialists at something, right? Like, yeah, it's it's in it's a rare. Niche job, yeah, yeah, and it's rare these days where someone is like, you know, I'm a yeah, like I'm a air traffic control. So like, you know, the ins, like the the, the ins and outs. Uh, account, yeah, well, account is still very broad. Like your fuck account. Uh, I'm a cleaner, but it's still so broad. Fuck the cleaning. Stefan works for us now too, so <laughs> yeah. that's a side business. I, it's a side business for me. I don't know. I get bored. That three year, that three hour uh, university degree is now. Coming back, coming yeah, back. <laughs> that macroeconomics lecture I slept through, it's all coming back to me now. Oh, anyways, oh yeah, well, fun right. one. We'll get, yeah, we'll get this again. This is good. hundred percent. Boys, we'll appreciate you. Hours. Yeah. yeah, honestly, especially when you put a couple glass of wine. Oh, it, the combo <laughs> just gets flowing. Hey, where's the ginger ale? You got a little drop. You're gonna put <laughs> the ginger ale in there. Honestly, fuck, it's just wrap. Just wrap it up. Yeah, we're out done. Danny, wrap it up. Yevalim <laughs> kurats. Shout out to the surf. That was good. So that was a fun oh, one. Yeah, was so guys. Fun. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me. I was going to go. I was annoying, man. Hey, thank you for having me, guys. That was a fun one. Yeah, like, we just, I completely forgot. Like, we just went. It always happens that way. We start talking about random shit. No, what? And it's good. Like, it's not a bad thing. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to these guys. And it always, it's always, that's the theme. I enjoy it because, like, oh, they want to hear about, like, oh, let me hear, like, who are friends with? What are they about? Like, it's not kind of